Howard from the Perdomo Cigar Studios on uh, Black Stage in Indian Trail, North Carolina, and broadcasting from down under outside Brisbane on Australia. It's episode 87 of the Primetime Jukebox. Tonight, we take a look at the 2022 Grammys and make our predictions. And as always, the Primetime Jukebox is sponsored by Perdomo Cigars. Awarded Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014 by Cigar Journal, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary brand has consistently earned the highest scores in the industry and is a top seller in humidors around the world. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary blend requires tobaccos have been carefully hand-selected in a well-aged for a minimum of eight years. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary is offered in three distinct wrappers, a smooth, creamy Ecuadorian Connecticut, a rich, earthy Cuban seed Nicaraguan sun-grown, and a dark, oily Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro. Combining these beautifully bourbon barrel aged wrappers with thick, high-priming binder and filler tobaccos gives each blend a balanced complexity with layers of rich flavors and smooth, elegant aromas. Perdomo Cigars is a family-owned and operated company headquartered in Miami, Florida, with manufacturing and agricultural facilities in Esteli, Nicaragua. Perdomo's highly acclaimed cigar brands include the Perdomo State Selection Vintage, the Perdomo Double H 12 Vintage, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary, the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary, Perdomo Abano Bourbon Barrel Age, Perdomo Lot 23, Perdomo Menso 70, and many more. For great tasting notes and pairing information, check out the Perdomo website at www.perdomocigars.com. And we want to mention JRE Tobacco. The authentic Corojo leaf is one of the most robust and flavorful tobacco leaves out there. During the Golden Age of Cigars of Cuba, it's a leaf of choice to make some of the world's greatest cigars. Because it's one of the most challenging ones to cultivate, it fell out of favor by the 1990s. In the Hamastron Valley in Honduras, Julio Aroa took on the challenge of growing Corojo from the original seeds. And in 2000, he successfully reintroduced authentic Corojo back to the market. With over 50 years in the tobacco business, from growing and curing tobacco to cigar production, the JRE Tobacco Farm has been able to continue to deliver products to market with authentic Corojo. Now with JRE Tobacco, Hootness and Husto have brought their very own brand to market and each contain that authentic Corojo leaf. Aladino is available in a wide variety of blends, including the latest release, the Aladino Classic. Each represent the golden age of cigars from 1947 to 1961. They're available at your local retailer. Be sure to ask for Jerry Tobacco, a legacy that is tasted in every drawer. And we want to mention Tobacco Lawyer USA, makers of iconic brands such as Monte Cristo, Romeo Julieta, H. Upman, and Aging Room Cigars. Tobacco Lawyer USA, great things are happening here. And finally, by Drew Estate. Check out and download the Drew Diplomat app via mobile device. Keep up with everything going on in Drew Estate. Experience the subculture that is the rebirth of cigars. It's available on iTunes or Google Play. For more information, check out www.drewdiplomat.com. And as always, all the live streaming for the Primetime Network of Shows is sponsored exclusively by Drew Estate, as well as the California Studios for the Thursday Primetime Show. Well, welcome, everybody. This is Primetime Jukebox, episode 87. We're getting into the middle of January 2023. Will Cooper here. I am in the Perdomo School Studios on the Black Stage today. And I'm joined uh, by my good friend and colleague in Australia, Mr. Dave Burke. Hello, Coop. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Great. I'm excited for this show. Um, yeah, I, I am too. Changed my view. Well, I haven't changed my view of the Grammys, but for the show, I kind of put my feelings of the Grammys aside. But I think I think this is like be... cigar aficionado with us. Yes. I, I honestly think it's it's the music equivalent of cigar aficionado. 
people talk about it. I'm frust- I get frustrated with the Grammys, much like the Hall of Fame, but people talk about it, and it does create some interesting discussion points. Yeah, yeah so I just, I mean, there'll be some good discussion points. I'll take my shots at the Grammys. Yeah, that's what we um, do. Yeah. We do a fair. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. We got a lot. We got, well, as we're recording, the um, the football's on. Yeah, so we're watching the uh, the NFC wildcard game on Saturday, late Saturday, as this is being recorded. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Big test for uh, for Brock Purdy. You know, uh, a big January playoff do. game, everything changes. And look, Seattle just scored, so it's 10-7. Yep. And, and oh. Bear, will, Bear will hate me for saying this, but watch out for Pete Carroll in these spots. Ooh. Yeah, he hates Pete All Carroll. Brock has to do is not turn the ball over, really. No. Like, if he just stays clean and, like, doesn't get in the way and lets the defense do its thing and doesn't, you know, give Seattle short fields and stuff, they should win. Yes. Uh, But it's, you know, they – this is a guy who, you know, he was a seventh-round draft pick, last guy picked mm. in the draft. He's in a big January playoff game, and he's you know it's I, I've always said sometimes these guys who are not experienced mm. when they get into these January playoff games, the mentality changes. And look, I I picked on the Green Bay coach for that every year. By the way, mm. that's where he's at. He seems like he does great, but when it comes to January, I think the game changes for a lot of these guys, and they get I don't know they tense up or whatever. But that's I'd be a little concerned about this game. We'll see how, San Francisco's how got goes. the ball, though. San Francisco's got the ball as we talk in the second quarter. We'll see how they do. Uh, no, otherwise, got a big show today, Coop. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Like, Dave and I were talking the day before we were recording this, and we were uh, doing our planning for the year. And I think we got excited about just some of these shows we have planned for 2023. So uh, oh. I'm really, I think this is just one of the best years we got planned right now, for sure. So it's very exciting. I'm making a list for one of them that I started last night, Coop. That yeah, I worked yeah. out for like hours. Yeah, there was like this. There was this last show that we kind of at the last minute like said we should include it, and Dave's like fired up about. It. So I don't. I think fired we're not up. waiting for. But I think we're gonna be doing that show pretty soon. I guess. So. I'm fired up. It's sneaky. There's some sneaky ones I found last night. Anyway. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. Anyhow. Um. Let's talk what's going on. Oh, it's website. So the Oop series is almost done. We're about halfway through. So soon yep. that will be done. And then we'll yep. be on to like just, you know, your average, or not average, but your typical reviews and such. Yep. Um. So keep tuning in for that. Uh, the Oop series, like I've said before, it's songs that, um, that uh, are on lists that I missed at the end of my year list that I kind of go over and, um, talk about so that by the end of all oh, oh, in like a couple weeks by the end of the by like middle of February or something there's there should be two lists and playlists uh, I'll send you the links Coop and playlists okay. on Spotify of the top 50 and the oops so that's a hundred songs from plenty of from good 2022 music. that you can listen yeah, to exactly plenty of good music on there I know you got the top 50 one done already so yeah yeah so you can check I mean, we'll it's on spot. Send the, yep, send we'll, the link to you again. Yep. Yeah. Um, we, we'll be include. I know the last show has the link for the top fifty, and we'll be continuing that over the next few shows yeah. as, as you build the oops list as well. So we'll put both. Check that we'll out. Both, yep. We'll put both of them in. Yeah. Uh, dedication show. Just a reminder: if you want to send 
uh, a dedication to someone who's passed away recently, uh, you can email us at cigarjukebox at gmail.com. Just like the name of the person, maybe a story about them, and then a song dedication. Uh, we're going to look to kind of collect all the dedications by the end of February. Um, and then look to have the show in March. We might uh, extend that. We'll see. But we're, we're going to try and get them all in by the end of February. Yep. Yep. We definitely do. We'd rather get them earlier this year. So, yeah. So send send those in. All this is a email that you can send over. Yep. Yep. Just send an email to cigarjukebox at gmail.com. Please send the email that way so we don't miss anything. It's not that we're trying to ignore you on the other things. We, we just know that's the way we you won't get missed. Oh, yeah. If you if you put it on Twitter or something, there's like no way I'm going to get it. Yeah. I mean, if I see it, I'll send it to Dave or vice versa. But we can't guarantee we're going to see it is what we're telling you. Yeah. So uh, it's just if we can collect them central, it's much easier that way. Um, That's about it for the website. And yeah. well, the, the music news is the, the Grammys. Yep. Um, And then you're you're uh, the, the new oldies. When delayed, they, when's delayed that till, looking? Delayed till February because of my trip to Nicaragua. And uh, why I'm saying that is next week, I got to prepare content for two weeks for Coop. So it's still it's still in progress, but it's not being ignored. I want to make sure it gets the attention it deserves. So it will be a February release, that list. It's always a great list. I always love reading it, so I'm very yep. excited. Yep, yep. Uh, there's uh, I don't think there's gonna be, there'll be a couple of surprises, but not much. I think this is just where things are going to stack this year. I think is what people will be interested with. Yeah, well, I mean, number one is a surprise, but what are the other ones? What well, what are the other ones, Coop? That's the surprise. Well, I mean, yeah, I think there's two that people will know because uh, they're artists I really like. But the other ones is because I'm also looking at some artists that maybe aren't I didn't catch. There's one artist that's going to make it that has a Grammy nomination today. So I'll talk about that. Mm. Uh, at least one, at least one, maybe two. But uh, there's one that definitely is going to make it make the list this year. I'm not sure how the other one qualifies or not, but one, I think one is an absolute, I know one qualifies. There's one uh, uh, oldie on the Grammys. There's, I don't there's, know why there's actually, there's actually two. There's actually two. Yeah. They both qualify. So, yeah. Um, and we had a lot of big name musicians pass away recently. Unfortunately, this is starting out like 2021. Mm. There's some big name musicians here to happen. Yeah, well, we'll we'll kick it off with probably the most well known is uh, Jeff Beck. Yes, and yep, that was a well, surprise. Yeah, it was a surprise. It, he and he's played for ever. Like, it used to be a game I used to play. Uh, that called you know the game Back to Bacon, where you can trace every movie to like Kevin Bacon. Right. Um, I used to do Back to Beck because you can almost trace every any song ever recorded back to Jeff Beck. Yes. Because he's played with so many people. He he has been. Um he has. I mean and he's a he's a monster. He was a monster in the industry. He was I, mm. I called him. He was one of the four horsemen. He him, Jimmy Page, Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton, they came out at that same era. Yeah, well he was with um Jimmy Page and the Yardbirds. Yeah. Yeah. He was part of the Yardbirds. Uh Jeff Beck is a two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, by the way. He's in mm. as a uh, he's in with the Yardbirds, and he's in as a solo, solo as solo, well. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, Dave. I mean, everyone like if you're looking for a guitar player, usually 
Page wasn't Hendricks died. Page really didn't hire himself out because it's usually no. Eric Clapton and Jeff Beck were the guys who were sought after to come into the studio. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's played with everyone. Um, I think he's but even. He oh, played... you're saying in, in your notes? You got? I mean, here's just um. Here, here's just some uh, uh, some people he's played with. I just looked it up because I'm like he's played with everybody. Yeah. Uh, he's played with uh, City Lopper, Winona yep. Judd, Buddy Guy, Luciano Pavarotti. Yep. Uh, Macy Gray, of course. You could do. You got. You know, um, the Yardbirds. Yep. I mean, you got in his in the Jeff Beck group. You had Rod Stewart, Ronnie Wood. So, like, connections to basically, like, every major artist and band in rock history. Yeah, and he was collaborating with Johnny Depp lately. And yeah. it was, And you know what? It was actually not bad because Jeff Beck made it good. Um, well, he, yeah. he wasn't that old, was he? I mean, he was only, like, he's 78, 67 which, or something? Or no, he 78, was, about, was he? He was about 70. I thought he was 78 when he died. Um, But, again, you know, that's, you know, you know, we, you know, we see guys like we see the Stones like going into the 80s, 70, 80 was. Yeah. We see the Stones going into their 80s touring, you know. So, yeah. Oh, it's, you know, so we take I think I've mentioned guys like Jeff Beck to Charlie. We think these guys going to be around forever. And, you know, then mm. it becomes reality that they're not, you know, mm. and he caught he caught viral meningitis, which I think for someone older is mm. he most likely I'm assuming he died of sepsis, by the way. Um, right. Because you're the mind, that's what usually is the cause of, of a, whenever there's a viral infection like that. So it, it's yeah, it's rough to, to see that happen. But yeah, two times, like I said, two times in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. You know, he also, you know, who else he, uh, he also uh, I'm, a, and I'm big on this artist, um, Josh Stone. Yes, her too. Yeah. So no, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a that was a big one. Yep, Jeff Beck. Yep, yep. Uh, you have a kind of a variety of Beck songs. Yeah. Um, I picked three. Uh, I picked Beck's Bolero, which is a psychedelic rock song. Uh, that actually was recorded when he was in the Yardbirds, but it ended oh, up getting okay. really soul. It's a great psychedelic rock instrumental. Um, then I picked a song by the Jeff Beck group called Going Down, which is, Dave, this is like Zeppelin-esque blues mm. is what you'll have in that song. And then the song I think that he's really known for was an 80s hit with Rod Stewart called People Get Ready. Mm. And that song had a that song did very well in the mid 80s. And, uh, you know, I think for people like my age um, that back then, like 17, it introduced us to Jeff Beck. Like uh, who's mm. Jeff, you know everyone knew Rod Stewart, but I don't think a lot of us knew who Jeff Beck was. Yeah. And yep. you know it, that was put Jeff Beck on the map. He's an amazing guitar player. It, this was a this was a big loss for the industry. I mean, you've, you've seen the tributes going. It was very very uh, sad to see that. Oh, it's a huge loss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and like I said, the amount of people he played with and the amount of connections in the industry. Like this is the sort of death that like impacts the whole industry. That like, touches everyone really. Yeah, he had so many connections out there. Very true, very true. Um, but yeah, Jeff Beck. That's an unfortunate. And like when we get to the Immemorium show, like yeah. you know, in nine months, ten months, or whatever, uh, we'll definitely have a lot on him. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a lot on him for sure. 
Um, it, you know, it seems like every year the new year kicks off, and I, this is sad to say, there's like this one death, like you know, Neil Pert. It happened with Neil yeah. Pert. It happened with Meatloaf last year. A, yeah, it, it, it just it, it seems like the new year just unfortunately brings this. Yeah, Jeff Beck, huge loss uh, with that one. Yeah. Um, and now another one. This, um, she unfortunately passed away recently. Yeah, um, Lisa Marie Presley. Very sad. Mm. Very sad. I um, I was telling you yesterday, Dave. She, her music career is not in the same look. She had a smaller music career, but it's her name and it's the pedigree. Yeah. Um. And I'll just say this: there was, her voice. I loved her voice, mm. and I thought her voice was beautiful. And I heard so much of her father's when every time I heard her sing, it was. Mm. I, I said, I said, man, if this girl can just keep her head on straight and keep her act together, she's got so much talent. Um, and uh, yeah, she died suddenly of cardiac arrest, and you know she was at the Golden Globe Awards only two days earlier because they oh, did wow. a, there was a movie about her dad that they were the her and her mother were very much behind this movie how it was done so they mm. were out supporting that film about about um you know she's also known for being the ex-wife of michael jackson yeah and, and you know again i'm not i don't follow a lot of celebrity stuff but i did follow this one she was a very sympathetic per she wasn't like this gold digging person after Michael Jackson. Mm. She she seemed to genuinely care about him. It, that's the impression mm. I got from him. And it, you know, a marriage I think a marriage like that's a tough marriage unfortunately to get work and get work, but she seemed to generally care about him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this, this I mean Jeff Beck this this is well like I said out of out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. And you know Lisa Marie she grew up in the public eye cuz she was the daughter of Elvis. So she's always had uh you know mm. like Santa her. Uh, but she didn't really do any music until 2003. Um, and she had actually, her first album did very well. But I, I knew her for, she did those virtual duets with her dad. And yeah. some great ones, like in the ghetto one. It's not on the Spotify link, but I'll try to put the video link out there for it. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful version of it. Um, but she's also, uh, you know, I put a few songs like SOB and Lights Out or stuff from her early mm. album to check out. And then she did a cover of Don Henley's Dirty Laundry. All which, right. Which I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a, it's different. Um and but yeah, I, yeah it's very different, but it's it's good. But like I said, there was something about that voice. I just heard her father sing right through. It was he had a baritone more of a baritone voice for female, which mm. I really liked. So um, you know, but unfortunately she I you know, talks she had problems with drugs and stuff. I apparently yeah. that's the Yeah, way. I mean that yeah. Yeah. But she was only fifty four and, and I see people make you know, the first thing I saw Dave, she's a mother of fourteen year old twins. The fourteen year old twins just lost their mother. I mean, it's just Damn. it's hard. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. You feel for that. Yeah, I mean yeah. fifty four. Yeah. It's yeah. not uh, old. And then yeah. I mean Yeah. And I think with Jeff Beck too, like this was like like I saw this like whoa like this was like out of nowhere no 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 i mean she was at an awards thing two days earlier yeah, yeah. you just don't know and uh, she lisa marie is, is a year younger than me so uh mm. you know it, it hits you when you hear stuff like that yeah mm. and now now um this last person we i mean we found out about this like when we were talking about the planning show yeah yeah 
uh, uh, we're planning. So that's uh, Robbie Bachman for Bachman Turner Overdrive. Very underrated band. PTO. Yeah, very yeah. underrated band. He was the founder and the drummer. Uh, there were Bachman brothers. He was the drummer though. Um, and you know, I think they they had most of their success in the early seventies, but they were still kind of going. Um, I I liked I liked the band. I liked Bachman Turner Overdrive a lot. Um, and there, you know, he's a Canadian guy, so he's a you know surgeon, uh, uh, as far as that goes. But yeah, I um, you know, um, Ro- Robbie was not the lead. Randy, actually, most people, it's not Randy who died. Yeah, uh, Robbie was the drummer in the background, but he was one of the uh, cornerstones of that band, is what I'll say. Like a lot mm. of people looked at him, and his drumming was really good. And they had some good, they had some hits, no question about it. No, uh, so I put yeah, Let I mean, It Ride and Taking Care of Business. Mm, well, I yeah. love Let It Ride. Yeah. Yeah. Well, both those songs are probably the bigger. I mean, Take Care of Business, of course, but. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's kind of interesting because he's got, you know, we talked about that steady drummer like with Fred White last week. You know, in Taking Care of Business, that's the role Robbie Bachman plays is that mm-hmm. steady drummer. But Let It Ride, it's a little more aggressive drumming he's got in there. So, um, yeah, so I mean, he uh, definitely like I said Robbie was with the band for uh, he he left and came back, I believe. But uh, you know, like most of them, uh, they. But I think when he, I, I don't think he took a big hiatus like some of the other ones did. So no, yeah, Randy left. Randy entirely like left the band at some point. So and to move from, I mean, it's not a good transition, but to move from those people we've lost to now. Probably what like you'd have to say, oh, this be coop one of the biggest in-house dramas in music right now. Yeah, the, the soap opera of the music industry. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's got to be around the band Journey. <laughs> it's just nuts, man. Yeah. So, if you haven't followed some of the previous jukebox episodes, if you are a fan of Journey, uh, you, Neil Sean, and this is, I guess, this is opinion by me. So. Neil Sean is totally imploding this band as we speak, right? So he uh he originally, you know, he had it like they years ago they forced Steve Perry out, right? Um, and now, you know, we talked more recently, uh Ross Valerie and Steve Smith, longtime bass player and drum player, were, were were forced out. Then he had a riff with Jonathan Kane, um, and mm. who's the keyboard player over expenses, right? And now they have a rift. So basically, Neil Sean, who is technically, I think, the owner of Journey, uh, he's definitely the longest tenured member. He's like, uh, I got this 50th anniversary tour. What am I going to do? I, I kicked everyone out of the band pretty much, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So apparently he's a couple of things. He's gotten Greg Raleigh back into the band, right? Uh, so Greg Raleigh is a long time. Uh, he's a long time. He's one of the old, like, pre- uh, He's the pre-lead singer to... He was the lead singer before Steve Perry. So apparently it sounded right. like Greg Raleigh. Is, and Greg Raleigh, if you, he's performed a lot with Ringo Starr's All-Star Band. He's actually pretty good. Um, The word is that Greg Raleigh is going to be a part of the 50th anniversary tour. Um, Okay. Yeah. Uh, because Now, the other thing is, apparently, uh, he has been in... He's not, Neil Sean is trying to make nice, with of all people, Steve Perry. Right. So basically, the what happened this week is that Steve Perry withdrew his lawsuit that he had against Journey. Right. 
Uh, yeah. And they had a long ongoing lawsuit, right? And this was over, um, I believe, um, I believe this was over trademark or copyright stuff, right? And now Neil Sean is saying, well, maybe, maybe we can get Steve Perry back in this this maybe. fold right now. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's an absolute mess right now. And Journey's oh, yeah. scheduled to be going on our 50th anniversary tour. And, uh, but, uh, and if you follow Neil Sean music on Twitter, and I'll put a link at this, you will see all the drama that Neil Sean is causing, by the way. Oh, man, I can imagine. Yeah. It's it's just it's just it's like um, it's the music industry's equivalent of the Crown Heads Ace Prime feud, I guess. But worse. Oh, it's just it's just nuts, and it's like it's like never ending. Yeah, I guess yeah. is the other thing. Yeah, yeah, it's never ending. Uh, and like I said, it's never Neil Sean's fault, right? It's one of the. This is where I have to put opinion. In. Yeah. When 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 all like when someone's married like eight times, right? And and they 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 have eight divorces. There's got to be some. You got to look yourself in the mirror at some point, right? Yes. When yes. you're when you're with Journey and all these members have been a revolving door for you know many many years, you got to look in the mirror as well. Yes, you do. And I, and I honestly um, think that Neil Sean thinks that he is Journey and he, he has these interchangeable parts he can bring in there with it. And I, I don't think that's uh, the case. No. 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 I would agree with that. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. I think bands get that way. I think they do too. Um, you have, you have bands that they're. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to sort of. You have especially these older bands, right? Um, you have, um. They come in and out with members, and I think they think, oh, the band's bigger than the member. It doesn't matter. And then they find out it does matter. Yeah, and then there's a problem. Yep. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's a lot of rumors, and they weren't saying who it is, so I'm not sure how true it is, but there's rumors that people, like, there are Journey or ex-Journey band members who are not on board with Greg Rowley being on the tour. So, mm. so yeah, it, it's a, uh, you know, for the 50th anniversary. So, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, a, this is just a, a total mess. Uh, and, and it's a shame because, you know, Journey makes great music. Wasn't, um... Steely Dan like that? Weren't they a bit of a mess? Yeah, but they were more of a. I looked at them more like a project. Like it was always, yeah. it was always the uh, Walter Becker, Donald yeah. Fagan's show. Yeah, yeah. But they had a lot of turmoil in the back with that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts. I mean, yeah. Fleetwood Mac was Fleetwood Mac was very much like that. Um, Fleetwood Mac yeah. going back for the Peter Green days. Yeah, I mean, and they they're, they're still having drama. Like. Like I don't like you know with with the death of Christine McVie and mm. Lindsey Buckingham out of the group, you know you're gonna say that Fleetwood Mac's just all Stevie. I mean, yeah. So they yeah. have they have, they have you know it's unfortunate Christine died, but there's issues there now too. Well, it's like um, it's like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Yeah, like that was all that was that was like a yeah. disaster. Well, not a disaster obviously because they put out good music, but. Yeah, like they imploded quite quickly. They, I mean, you get these bands like these big piece bands. We have multiple creative people and multiple egos involved. I mean, yeah. it's kind of rare that you have the other way around. Like it's rare. I mean, Zeppelin ended because of his death. Yeah. But from everything I've read about the band, like that band would have kept going and going and going. Like, I mean, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of rift within the band. It was mainly that. Like, it's rare to get a band that. You know, doesn't implode. 
I guess. You know, Duran Duran had a lot of turmoil. People don't realize it either. There was a lot of turmoil yep. in that band. Um, you know, Andy Taylor, he's obviously now dying. Uh, you know, he's been estranged from the band for a while. It was good to see, but it was good to see the band recognize him as a person, and they put all that drama aside. But you know, John Taylor left the band for a while. Roger Taylor left the band for a while. Supposedly, Nick Rhodes was very hard to work with. You know, so a lot of stuff. You know, they and, yeah. but they somehow Duran Duran. I still think they still found a way to keep it. You know, not off the back pages. I mean, I mean, look at Pink Floyd. Like when they reunited for whatever that was. Like I don't yeah. know if it was a live aid. It was for something. Yeah. Some and Bob Geldoffy thing. Yeah. And Roger Waters came back, and this was just for a concert. Yeah. They could barely stay together again just to do the con- just to do rehearsals for the concert. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, yeah, nah. Yeah, I know you and I have been talking about uh, launching a project with some of these band rivalries. Um, our spin on it, and that's something we probably will look at doing down the road. Because uh, I think there's some very like, there was a podcast, the Rivals podcast, we used to talk about oh. did it. But I think there's Love other stories show. and there's other takes that haven't been done that they, you know, they did a good job with it. That's a well-missed podcast, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. It's yeah, too they bad that they. But because there was so many other feuds that weren't covered by them. So I'm sure we're going to come up with some angles with some of these. Oh, definitely. That, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, you know what else is fun, Coop? End of the yeah. year list. Yes. Some... And you yeah. got you got some fire. Oh, you're, you got your list is, is done. My list is done. Um, I will just read down it real quick. Um, it is on the Cigar Coop site. It will be in the link. But uh, I will read up the only 10 because I don't want to be here all day. We have a 30. <laughs> I have a 30. Dave, Dave has an oops list of all. Uh, he has 100 songs. But, but uh, just... before you go, yep. everybody should check out Coop's site, YouTube site, because he does like a short video on each one. They're really good. So it's not just like, oh, here's a cigar list. Like you get to see Coop talk about each one. So I highly recommend go to the YouTube and watch the videos. Thanks, I recommend Dave. That. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. And you can also find those videos on Facebook and you can find them if you're subscribing to our podcast. Um, yeah. They're out there. Yes, because you get those. Yeah. Yep. 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 So you get those. Audio. But yeah, I, I did those because, you know, some people like to read. Some people like to listen and some people like to watch. So I hit all three angles. And even I did some graphic stuff for Instagram. But I actually load. Oh, they're on Instagram, too, actually, the videos. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but here is my top 10. Number 10, the Mi Carita Tricky Traca 448, which is at Petit mm-hmm. Corona. Mm-hmm. Number nine, this was scar overlooked by many, but it was really good. The Monte Cristo Epic Vintage 12 Toro. Mm-hmm. Number eight, another cigar overlooked, the Casada Oktoberfest 10th Anniversary Bavarian. That's another. Yeah, story. no, I really like that cigar. You're right. I did not see that on a lot of lists. Yeah, because my list does have limiteds in there. I don't exclude limiteds, yeah. and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, number seven is this is always a staple on my list. Is but it's the Lobomba Warhead number seven, at Ooh. number seven. Yep. Mm, mm. Uh, number six was the Casada 1974 Toro. Uh, ben and I were very high on that cigar. Interesting. Got uh, two Casadas in there. Uh, and there was a third because Casa Magna got 12. Yeah. So good it was good a year bit, for Casada. Very good year for They needed a good year. Yeah. They had a yeah. very good year. Yeah. It was a good year for Espinosa because they got three as well. Because uh, they had number 22. They had the uh, Seis Provincias Las Vias. Mm-hmm. And at seven, they had La Bomba Warhead. Seven. And at five, they have, which I think is a masterpiece of a cigar, the Laranja Reserva Azulejo in the Gordo size. Mm. 
which uh, I will tell you that even Hector agrees the Gordo size is the best one of that. Okay. If you're and yeah. here's the thing, what's nice about that Gordo? It's pressed, so you feel like you're maybe smoking a 55, 56 ring gauge. It's not. Yeah, instead of a, yeah. yeah. So you don't feel like you're smoking this heavy cigar, but really good flavor. And then number four, we made a little headlines on a uh, the Cigar Hustle podcast with this one. <laughs> the uh, Postani uh, War Bear Toro 2020. Yes. Uh, I think Mike said that he hates everyone except for you. I Listen. Uh, it's yeah, like my yeah. Will Cooper. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we're, <laughs> You know, I thought he might be a little upset. He got four. Like, well, but, you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's a very competitive list. Hey, yeah. I want pe- I want people to investigate the uh, relationship between Will Cooper and Postania Cigars because they get number four. He predicts the Connecticut a day before it gets released. I th- you're, you got inside info, Coop. You're I, in there. I, I honestly did not have inside info. So if you listen to Jukebox <laughs> episode 86, Dave and I would talk. We're doing our uh, Hustlers uh, piece. Yeah. And I just announced that this got four, right? And in the middle of this, I say, you know, hey, you know, you know, they have limited, but they really need another core line. And what yeah. better core line to come out with than a Connecticut, right? And we were both very excited. Like, oh, that'd be great. And the next day, Skip puts a picture up of it. <laughs> and I'm like, I did not know. Right. Um, and I don't think Mike, Mike, I don't think has all the info on it yet. either. it sounds like. But, no. Uh, but uh, apparently the, the, it sounds like, you know, no, Skip's going to always play cloak and dagger with this. Uh, yeah. It's going to be floating around the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival, which I will be around. So I'm going to be on the hunt for these. Well, Skip, um, Skip's been posting a lot of Postania stuff because he showed that, 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 uh, that, event cigar yeah he showed the connecticut in what looks like a perfecto which looks like a core line yep because there's no secondary band on it and he showed him smoking samples of the next hb uh sbc yeah the 22. by champions yeah 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 and you know i, I wish i had the picture here what i liked what the, you and i talked about this yesterday they put the postani in black and gold as opposed to the God, red, that looks red good. and it really looks sharp i mean it really they needed a Connecticut. Honestly, we know Skip can deliver a good Connecticut out of that factory. That's going to be a big hit for them. I think that's going to be a cigar you'll see on a lot of – if this comes out this year, on a lot of the 23 lists, I guarantee that's oh, yeah. going to – I'll probably be the one not to like it, and Mike will hate me next year. All right? I got to say to Hustler, like he needs my advice because he's like a cigar right. like, you know, icon with, with his like media empire and now all of his cigar stuff, but – with that black and gold band coupe, you got to take your your broker or whoever, go to every shop in New Orleans and just be like, hey, for Saints games, man, yeah. people are going to want this cigar. Oh, I can see Ben Lee who's a big Saints fan. Like that could be. There you go. Yep. Yep. Saints yeah. colors. Yeah. Yeah. So really good job. Like That's a small brand that landed very high on my list at four. Well, they're, they're getting to be, I mean. I said this. This is one of the best barber poles I've had. Period. I mean, that's a barber mm. pole cigar. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. So I uh, am so ex- I'm very excited for that Connecticut, and I do not say that often. No, I think, like I said, I think it's exactly what they need. I think it's going to so, give them a lot of. I think it's, it sounds like this is going to be a big year for these guys. I'm so excited for that cigar. Yeah. 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 Um. So if you're listening, Mike, I'm very very yeah. excited for that cigar. Yeah. Um. Now, we got three more. Let's get to you got we got three. You got we got the the bronze medal, the silver medal, and the gold. The podium spot. Yep. So podium. Uh, so the the third star was one I actually smoked on this show. Um, it was the Tatawahe T110 Reserver. That's a great I, cigar. 
which I smoked it on the show. I thought it needed a little more time. And then throughout the year when I smoked it, it moved. This cigar moved, really climbed its way into the top three. Uh, really mm. good cigar. I, you had this cigar, right? Yes, I did. I've had, I had all of the 110s. So I had yeah. that one, the Habana, and I had the Sumatra. Yeah. And by far, I think the Broadleaf was, uh, was the one, was, in my opinion, was the star of yeah. the three. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. It was great cigar. Mm-hmm. I like two- that size. Yeah, it's a petite robusto, and I don't know when that's coming out again. By the way, oh uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, number two, Paladin de Saka. Tim Cabrera's Paladin de Saka made number two on a ton of lists this year. They should just he should just rename it the the Paladin de Saka number two is what he should rename it. Yeah, yeah, the number two <laughs> or the bride or the bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one cigar of the year, which this surprised some people. But if you looked at Coop, it was scored very there high. Go. And it's a now or never company that makes it now. Uh, yeah. Alex Bradley, fine and rare. The BC 134EV, which is the fine and rare 2021 edition that came out in 2022. Woo! Um, I don't have any to give you, Dave, unfortunately, because hey, uh, I, this is limited. Um, and I'm, I'm holding a couple for Cigar of the Decade, but I am on the hunt. I have Aaron Nielsen assigned to try to hunt. find me a box for these. Yes. If, so we are hunting. This is a cigar I am hunting another box to have. So, But they, um, this has been a good year for the Now and Nevers because Alec Bradley has been on the Now and Never list before, and they've done really well since, you know, the last couple of years. And now Casada, who've been I on the Now and Never list recently. Yeah, and they kind of, the Now and Never list has power. Um, that's you know, that's if, right. If, if in Villa, music and in cigars. If Villiger was listening and Caldwell was listening, uh, the, yeah, well, we're going to talk about Caldwell in a bit because he did get a, a high ranking on 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 the dojo list. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Which I guess we're going to move into the dojo list. Uh, yeah. Let's let's get there. Let's there do that. Some, there was some controversy with the dojo list. You said uh, that. Um. First, of all, I think Eric did a and the team did a. This is not like. There were a couple of cigars I didn't agree with, but for the most part, I think it was a solid list. Um, let me just kind of mention that Caldwell got their number one limited cigar. And oh, it was, right! It was, it was the uh, and it was the twenty two minutes of midnight Connecticut, which I thought by the way okay. was right. I thought that was a regular production cigar by then. By the way, all right. So, uh, I am not. But it's lost and found. I think it's on the lo- This is where I get confused yeah. with Caldwell. I don't. If you, yeah. it looks like a Caldwell cigar when I do. But it's a lot. Yeah, because they ban those now. They used to have them unbanded. Yeah, it's totally confusing to me. Uh, but I'll read up their 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 top ten, and then I'll tell you where some of the controversy came. Well, number ten was the West Tampa Tobacco Company White. Yep. I wasn't a fan of that cigar. I'll be honest with you. Number nine, and this is a cigar you need. We we need to get your hands on. At some point, the Alec Bradley double broadleaf. Yes, I've been now just I had a quick look before the show started and smoke in. Uh, Dojo has their has a, has a top 10 sampler. Yep. And there's five cigars in there. Uh, they're number one. And then like a selection of cigars from the top 10. And that is in it. So the sampler, I might look at trying to pick up one of those samplers. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing. And this is not a hard cigar to get. Here's the interesting thing about this cigar. I think this is the boys working with their father and saying, we need a cigar that kind of has a Tatawahi feel to it. Mm -hmm. This cigar has a Tatawahi feel to it. It I'm not saying it's exactly a Tatawahi. It's not. But it's something more 
it's something more just, in line with their. It, yeah. it, this is something that Alec Bradley absolutely needed in their portfolio. It was a good, it was a really good cigar. Uh, number eight was is I have to get some of these cigars. I haven't reviewed them yet. The Casa Magna Connecticut Casada. Oh, oh yep, 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 yep. This was good a really for, good. I like this pick a lot by them. Good year oh, for Casada. It was a good pick. Uh, number seven was the Agonorsa Leaf Guardian of the Farm Cerberus. I thought it was a little that, high. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of it. That was. I found that interesting. Yep. Um, yep. that that cigar was on because I haven't heard a lot of buzz about. about uh, I've that. heard more negative than positive. It's very. Uh, they 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 seem to really like it. I mean, yeah, I'll never well, question hey. that they they when they like a cigar. It's because I guess by the way the number one and number two correct. So when we get we'll to just, that. Um, oh, and the number two. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Number six, I haven't smoked, but I have the cigar as the Illusione Allegra. Now, Develi Palettes did not like that cigar. No, but that's you know. <laughs> That's true. That doesn't mean much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like most of the guys. Yeah. Um, again, I, I haven't smoked it, so I, it's for me to comment one way or another about what I think I, I can't tell. Uh was a late year release. Number five, we were talking about this before the show, the HVC selection number one. This is yes. a beast of a cigar. It's a strong cigar. Um I got I had a I had a pre release I had a pre an unbanded one at the show with, with Rainier who owns the company. Uh and he's making this out of his own factory right now. It's it's a it's a it's a kick your ass cigar. It's strong. I I really like that. I really like that brand. I have to say. Oh yeah. Yep. No, it's a good. It's so again. I think that was. Uh, I I I believe. Um, I know Surgeon liked this cigar too. I'll just say that. Yeah. All right. So Number we'll four. See. Yeah. Number four, not a bad cigar, New World Dorado. That's gotten a lot of positive. Um, that's gotten a lot of positive uh, press. I was surprised it wasn't on more lists this year. Yeah, I haven't seen it around a whole lot. I have to try that. I like that line. It sold very well, but this is more expensive than your regular New Worlds. It's almost oh, like okay. Over. Yeah. Um, I like I, that line though, so I'll try and hunt it. Yeah. Down. Um, it's. I think it might be in the sampler. I think it's in the sampler too. Okay. Number three was, and this is great for Hector, Knuckle Sandwich Habano. I like the Maduro yes. better. That seems to be, it's you seem to either fall on the the Habano or the Maduro. I really like the Maduro. Yeah, Joe Gro thinks that this is going to, like, that and or the Maduro is going to land on the consensus by half wheel. I think that cigar, we should have a show once on, like, not gimmick cigars, but celebrity cigars. That has to be the best performing one, surely. I would say, I mean, what it's, would be it's the other one? The, it's the one. Armand de was really good. It was just not distributed well. No. Um. That, but that was the you know, the Ditka cigars. We used to be pretty good too. Um. They were Camacho, but they were pretty much Camachos that they let Ditka put his name on. But I, I guess for me, like I don't remember a, a celebrity endorsed cigar getting like, like. Things added to it, like they're adding the Ceph selection it, and they're adding the Connecticut, and it's a growing. Like this brand. is gonna be around for a while. Yeah, and you know the, the Connecticut came out, the Chef Special, and yep. and look, you got to give credit to the whole Espinosa team. They have executed on this Guy Fieri partnership with perfection. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, know, yeah, Eric, you know, from a business point of view, um, Hector from the the blend development, Jack Tarano, who's done a. Jack Tarano has done one of the best jobs with the sales team uh, in the last few years. I mean, he really has 
strength in that. He's built that into a whole in-house sales team like right now from really, I think, which was a much weaker sales team before he got there. He's done a great job. And you know what? His teams are selling and getting reorders of these cigars. So I give Jack a lot of credit on that, too. So, yeah, so what else we got? Where's the give me give me to the controversy here, Coop. Uh, well, number one is the controversy. I'll get it. Number two was the Olmec Claro <laughs> by Foundation. I wasn't. Yeah, that's I, good. That's I, good. I, I I knew Dojo was gonna pick that one. By the way, I haven't uh, seen it that high. It's a good cigar though. A couple of people. There's a couple of number ones for it out there on some lists. There are a couple, mm. but but I, I yeah. And number one was the Liga Pravada H99, which was the controversy. Now here's where the controversy has happened. There's two things that are kind of weird about this pick. Number one is this is I'll say this was my thing that was weird. They preach how it's a 2022 release cigar list, and this is a cigar that really came out in 2018 and in a very small batch, but was really released last year, 2021. Right. So it's not. It's not, not. quite. I still right. picked it as their number one because I think I knew how that logic was going to think is the regular production release was 2022. Uh, okay, but it's generating a little controversy right now with that. The other thing is, people are basically the word is people saying they can't find the cigar anymore. Well, Hustler has it, by the way. We found it on Hustler. Hustler, go to Hustler. But, but but not a lot. This is not a cigar you're finding on the shelves right now. Yeah. And Saka Khan, which was number five on the limited list. Yes. Actually, a regular production cigar. I was surprised that that was on limited list. It, yeah, the way what Saka will explain to me is he caps production at, of it, but it's not. Right. It's always available. Is what, what it really comes down to. He makes enough. He know he makes enough of the year to kind of get those out there. So those were that was where the controversy had. Um, I you know it like I tell people, it's Eric's list. They do they these guys yeah, work hard on the list. So I don't want to you know beat them up too much. I still think when you start trying to divide these limiteds into non-limiteds. Mm. It's overly complicated. I would have just put the 15 cigars together and stack them. I think it would have been an interesting list. Yeah. You know, I still think probably they would have gave it to H99. Uh, I heard Dojo say that the whole panel voted unanimously for that as the number one cigar. Really? Which, to, it's interesting because, you know, now I can tell you I gave it an 89. I thought it was... They're, the Lancero in that size is great. Like, I got to get mm. more of those Lanceros. The eight, it's called the Phineas Gage. It's mm -hmm. off the charts. But I I predicted that because the other thing is I saw Eric. I, I told you he was smoking the crap out of them when I met him in Miami last year. <laughs> and he couldn't <laughs> stop talking about it. So I kind of figured he was going to say, all right, now it's regular release. It's eligible for number one on that list. So I kind of figured that's what he was going to do. Mm. Well, like I said, Hustler's got some. Yeah. So, uh to go get it. Yeah, um, got it. Yep. Uh, they got oh, both yeah, sizes. Yeah. The they don't have the Lanceros because those no, are event only. But yeah, Lanceros are event only. But the Robusto and the Toro, they both have those. Yes. And in fact, I'm gonna put an order in for those soon. So. Yeah, <laughs> do it up. I got. Yeah. So, our development palettes review of the week. Yeah. Uh, Lebesu hundred uh, the hundred the hundred year the Cien Anos. It uh, could have loved it. <laughs> Aaron did not. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a surprise, right? So we went to the My Father booth at the show last year. Um, and we had that cigar. And we all were in love with it. Then Tuna calls me up, or he actually texted me because it's hard to get hold of him lately. But 
He's like, have you smoked this hundred años? He goes, this is the best thing my father's ever done. He's like, this is incredible. And I said, yeah, we smoked it at the show. I said, I haven't smoked it out on production. He says, you need to get your hands on them. So I, I bought a box of them. And then mm. when I was in Minnesota, I bought some for Dave, Matt, and Garrett. I said, guys, I just want you guys to smoke it and see if, what I'm thinking. And the reaction was all positive from you guys. which was Yeah. Um, and I heard everyone liked it on the uh, developing Palestine, but Aaron. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Seth said it was the best it's... cigar he had of 2022. Right. He is. I have to, I mean, I have to watch the video. I haven't watched the video yet of it. But yeah, I was I like, think... I think it's generally positive, except maybe for, for Aaron not coming back to it. Yeah, I don't think I'll come back to it. It's average. I'll come back to that. It's average. But even June liked uh, it. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, the Mario Lucia one that I saw was like the one of the rare ones where they all really liked it. Yeah, they did. Um, you can also did. pick those up at Hustler, which yep. I did. Yep. Um. What are we smoking, Coop? Let's get to that so we can get to the I almost pulled uh, my band off. I almost pulled my band off. I'm, I'm actually far into this cigar because I, I couldn't wait to write. I'm smoking the Blackbird Raven. Um, So this is uh, – they've discontinued the name Raven. I think the cigar isn't discontinued. Uh, but it was this was done – Really? For, yeah, this was done they, – they had a trademark issue with the name. Oh, okay. Uh, but this features a – Brazilian Kubra wrapper, ra- uh, um, which is something black. You you smoked a lot of Blackbirds uh, last yes. year, and I haven't really yes. done that. And he was nice enough, uh, Jonas, to send me uh, this cigar. Um, and I, I thought it was, you know, I, this is an amazing cigar. Um, it's called, they rebranded this now. It's called the Unkind. Yes. Uh, so it's the purple one. If you get the unkind, it's the same thing. It's got this Brazilian Kubra wrapper. Um, and it's got it's it's just a really good cigar, is what I'm gonna say. It's got some nice sweet notes to it. Um it's uh medium body, mm. great retro health, fantastic. I I like I said I was about to pull the band off. I'm smoking this one. It's so good. This is so good. Nice. Well they're great, they're a great brand. I gotta get some more. Yeah, yeah. Their stuff. Absolutely. I have the Tatuaje Triumphador in the Robusta size. That is a masterpiece, that cigar. Uh, I love the the Lancero. He did a good job with that Robusta, though. Oh, yeah. That's the broad. And by the way, that's the Broadleaf Triumphador, El Triumphador. Yes. Um, Um, Good cigar. And I got it because in the Grammys, there's going to be some winners. Some people are going to be triumphant. Triumphant, yep. Um, I, I went with Raven just because, I don't know, he was thinking football playoffs. Felt know? like it. Yeah, that's right. Well, they play tomorrow. They play tomorrow, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. But I, I really like that cigar. Uh, I think he did a, I mean, Triumphador, that, that Lancero is epic. That's a broadleaf. Oh, it's got, like, it's rich. It's chocolatey. It's got some coffee. It's got a bit of like, like kind of blueberry, sort of a little bit of fruit in there. It is great. Yeah. yeah. You know, in, in that line, I think is kind of gets forgotten about. Um, there was, the, you know, there's a, there's the red band elk too, front of it, which is Albano. I just don't think it's as good as the broadleaf. So I think those two broadleafs oh, are amazing. So yeah. Yeah. 
So good. All right. Grammys. So the Grammys are upon us. So I'm not a huge fan of the Grammys. Everyone that listens to the show probably knows that. But I went into this uh, exercise coop with taking it at face value. So I'm only going with those who are nominated. Um, the, yeah. And, I said, part, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Part of why I kind of maybe nudge you to do this show, right, is because yeah. so many people talk about it. Yeah, like and agree. It doesn't change our feelings on the ground, but a lot of people it does generate a lot of discussion every year. The, I mean, this is my thing, Coop, and maybe I mean it. Uh, it seems that in some categories they're trying to be more inclusive and have a lot of nominees. Um, I mean, like I said, it's not a bad list. There's some weird choices that we'll get to. Yep, but it's, it's some categories are strong, and then other ones are just like, like what do you do? Like there's like four nominees or something, and it's just really weak. So yeah. I don't know if it's that they're not getting enough songs uh, sent in for those categories, or I don't know. But it's still got a it's still got an issue with rap, and it still has an issue with some of their categories are still way too weak for me. Yeah. When they have other categories that have like a bazillion people nominated in them. There's a rap. There's a rap album that I was questioning if it's even a pure rap album. What, what can I, I mean, they, uh, I don't know what, the, I don't know what the, I, the rap is bad, but we'll get to that. Yeah. We get there, but, um, yeah, but no, I, I agree with you on that. Um, the Grammys have had their issues. Okay. You know, remember a couple of years ago, it was only a couple of years ago when there was accusations of rigging going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And so they had, a, they have had a lot, they're trying to really clean themselves up, and I think they are taking some steps. Um, and I and it's I don't know, but I always kind of felt, you know, a couple of years ago they were pushing the under twenty art year artists, especially the females, right? Uh, I'm not saying they didn't deserve, it, but it was just a heavy push, right? But this year, I felt for the first time, some in a few years, the established artists got a lot more love right now. I, I don't know what they're pushing now. Well, and I'll put and I'll put Beyonce. I'll put Beyonce. Look, Beyonce did a very good album, so she certainly goes there, but. You know, um, there were other artists like uh, Abba, Mary J. Blige, oh, Brandy Carlisle, Coldplay, which are now getting some big nominations. I don't get that one. I won't which get one? The... Which one? Cold, Abba. Coldplay. I get gonna... Abba. Oh, we're gonna have some what? fire. We're gonna have some fire on on Coldplay. You're gonna hate me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're gonna hate me. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I... <laughs> um, but you know, there were other artists that did land in some of these other categories. Um. And I'll just read off some of them. Um, Diana Ross for her album got some, you know, love. Kelly Clarkson, Michael Bublé, Nora Jones, Brian Adams got a Grammy nomination. Mm. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, which I was high on that album. Ozzy Osbourne, Willie Nelson as a big yeah. one. Robert Plant, Harrison Krauss, Christina Aguilera, mm. Aaron Neville, Shell Crow, Bonnie Raitt, Government Mule, and Shaggy. So there's some bigger names. I guess yeah, Shaggy some more. It seems like some of these older names are getting on. But um, so I think they're trying to I don't know. I think they're trying to be more inclusive lately. Um, and I think that may also be a problem because <laughs> some of the categories we'll get to particular big three. You have too many nominations. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. 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 It, it used to be five. All you need is five. You don't need nine because you're still, no. you know, you don't need five. Now, Dave, I don't know the answer to this question. When the Grammys issue nominations, 
are they like sometimes when sports like are, are they finalists or are they so actual, who actually the top vote getters? So what you got to do, right? Yeah, is so the artist would have to submit to that category. So, right. so like, let's just take we'll we'll, I'll, we'll we'll do off the first category, and I'll use that as an example. So, we have record of the year. Don't shut me down by Abba, which man, uh, uh, easy on me by Adele, break my soul, Beyonce, good morning, gorgeous, Mary J. Blige, you and me on the rock, Brandy Carlisle. We'll get to that. Um, woman, Doja Cat, bad habit, Steve Lacey. Uh, the Heart Part Five. There's still more nominees. Yeah, we're not done. Uh, about damn time by Lizzo, and as it was Harry Styles. Yeah. So all of those artists or their people sent in those songs for that category, right? Right. So conceivably, you could have, like, let's say Harry Styles didn't send in as it was for Record of the Year, and they just sent it in everything else. You could have a song or an artist in all these other categories, but not other ones. You're like, well, why aren't they in that one? And they might not have submitted for that one. But what um, happened with Drake then? That's what I'm trying to figure out what happened so, with Drake. So Drake, um, Drake just said, well, I'm not, so I'm not going to be on it. Like I'm not submitting or anything. Okay. So he never, so, so he never got him out. So he never submitted. So okay. when they pulled him last time, right, he would have submitted for that category but then said, well, I don't want it and pulled out. Okay, got it. Right. So he so I think he just announced, well, I'm not submitting. So um, so he went so you could not be on the Grammys by just not submitting anything, essentially. I mean, it's sort of like the Oscars in that way. Like you're like in the Oscars, you submit things for categories, like submit okay. clips or whatever. And then they vote on it. So the 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 list that we got is probably like their highest vote getters. From the voters, like the finalists or whatever. But in order to get in that category, you gotta submit. Got it. So it's not like say in the NFL, say for like MVP, it's like you don't submit, like the media just decides this person had the best year. Like this one you have to like submit your song or album or whatever. Yeah. Um and with this one, my issue is what always gets me is like, I don't I have to look it up, but their years are all weird. Because like Brandy Carlisle, that came out in 2021 and it made my top 50. Yeah, it's weird how they do single versus album reads because we've seen this happen in the past. It, it yeah. confuses me. Uh, I mean, Coldplay is notorious because they had a song up for like three Grammy shows in a row. One song, it was like Clocks or something. Yeah, I remember that. And it was <laughs> It was like the song came out like four years ago. Like, what are we doing? Right, right. I've seen that um, happen. Yeah. So, I mean, my only issues with this section here is that I don't think Abba should be nominated for anything. Like, I don't know how they get on here at all. Well, if they submitted it right, then someone's well, saying, yeah. But, oh, we gotta get Abba, right? I mean, I guess I, 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 I don't know how it made it on here. Let, um, let, me, t- let me tell you, I thought the album was adequate it wasn't a great album right well, it should be nominated um and i mean surely um and don't worry yeah here's even worse i saw some of that virtual tour stuff yeah you, and yeah. honestly it was like why yeah well i, I mean yeah. it just was like i felt like i was watching a music video 
I mean, I really did. I felt like I was watching. I didn't feel, and I didn't feel anything with that, you know. No. If you want to go see that in person, that's your choice. <laughs> I would not have paid it for an in-person ticket for that. I can tell you that. No. So, those are the nominees. Then we go through, I'm surprised that Bad Bunny didn't make it on here. I mean, he'll make it on album of the year. I'm surprised. Because his, like, the amount of, the amount that record soul coupe is, like, astronomical. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you think he'd have something on here, but maybe I don't know. Um so what we did is we always do who do we want to win? Yeah. And who do we think is gonna win? Yep. So I'll let you go uh first here, Coop, for the, the record of the year. Yep. Uh so we read uh, I'll just read them again. Don't shut me down by Abbott. Easy on me by oh, Adele. God. Break my soul by Beyonce. Good morning, gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. You and Me on the Rock, Brandy Carlisle. Woman by Doja Cat. Bad yep. Habit by Steve Lacey. The Heart Part by by Kendrick Lamar. We got more. About Damn Time by Lizzo. <laughs> got more. Yeah. And As It Was by Harry Styles. So um, I'll first go with who I think the Grammys are going to pick with this one. Yeah. And I think without question, I, I think, well, I think this is a battle between Harry Styles and Steve Lacey. I, I really do. I think Adele, I, too. Don't Adele's sneaky. They like to give her Grammys. They do. They do. Uh, Harry Styles, I was talking about how I heard that song everywhere. I was going. I've heard it. It's like the ultimate. T- everyone's yeah, using yeah, it on yeah, their yeah. TikTok videos. It was being played in Mexico. Um, it was a big smith. I mean, it had a long run on the charts. Uh, I can't see that song not winning. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say it's Harry Styles. However, I have basically, as I have been uh, going, like I, when I did my list, I actually had Harry Styles as it was as number six. Um, the song that I had, I had a song at number three. I had Steve Lacey's Bad Habit, which I really have gotten hooked onto. Mm. And I think from a pure record of the year standpoint, take the commercials. It did do very well commercially. Um, great. I mean, this song has complexity. It's got these like Beatlesque and acapella and a little bit of psychedelic. I I really think that Steve Lacey has earned a record of the year with this one. So I'm going with Steve Lacey as my pick, personal pick. But I think they don't take this from. I don't see any way they take this from Harry. No, I from I think this, I don't think this is a terrible category like the nominees in here. Um, well, well, you could have replaced ABBA like with Florence and the Machine or one of your. Yeah, I think ABBA, ABBA doesn't belong in here and could have been replaced. Brandy Carlisle, it's a date thing. Um, yeah, uh, Mary J. Blige was okay. I think there's better songs. Mary J. Blige is okay. I don't mind that being in here just because I like Mary J. Blige, but I don't mind that. Um, I think. So I went with who I want. I want Woman by Doja Cat. Oh, okay. Uh, I like Doja Cat. I love that song. I mean, not taking away from way everything you said about Steve Lacey is true, and that's a great song. But I really like that song. Um, I think Doja Cat is an artist on the rise, so it'd be good to get her one. Um, I think I really like that uh, track. I, I, I too, picked Harry Styles as who I think is going to win. Now, in saying that, I wouldn't be surprised if Adele wins, just because they like giving Adele <laughs> I, I think they do too, but you know, I just again, I think I still think Steve Lacey, who had a big run on the charts with this song too, 
Uh, and they, and I think the Grammys do look at sometimes the voters look at how it's just started charted. Um, that may factor into it as well. I I just don't see them taking this from Harry. I think there'll be an. I think I just don't see them doing it. But I would. Yeah, Harry, I, I mean, would say I I think you and I could both say they're probably a very good song, but not at the level of some of the, these ones we are talking about as well. No, I mean I think I think it's gonna be one of those two. I think it's gonna be yeah. either Adele's or Harry's. I think. Personally. I'm still. I still think Steve Lacey's got a shot at this thing. I'm gonna... I mean, he's got a shot, uh, but yeah, yeah. But that's um, the one, and it's always the last Grammy. One of the last Grammys given out. Yeah, I wait to the end of the show, but uh, I'm curious. I'm really curious to see how that goes. No, he's definitely got a shot. I mean, yeah. You know, Dave, we haven't talked about this, but I'm really curious to see what the performance is going to be like this year, too. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And, I and mean, I, the I collaborations are always the best part. Like who's you know, the collaboration? I'll check it out. I mean, they they haven't had. I mean, last year wasn't amazing. I don't if I remember correctly. Well, because they had uh, they had to move it. You remember they moved yeah. the date and stuff. It was kind of tough. Yeah. So we'll see how we go. Um. So that's record of the year. The other yep. big one, album of the year. Yeah. Voyage by Abba, which I have no idea why that's there. <laughs> I'll just say that. Right. Must be a typo. Um, thirty by Adele. Now, the thing about Adele that came out so early in the year, I think it's out of a lot of people's consciousness. But when it came out, that was a pretty big record. Yeah. Um, Un Verando Sinti by Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is, like, huge. Um, Renaissance by uh, Beyonce. Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. Uh, in These Silent Days, Brandy Carlisle. Music of the Spears Coldplay. It's interesting Coldplay gets the album, but they don't have a record. Uh, record of the year. Um, but, you know, or song of the year, I don't think. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. Special by Lizzo, Harry's House, Harry Styles. Yep. Uh, who I want and who I think are both the same. It's Beyonce. Yep. I was that was a big record. Um Brandy Carlisle's record was last year, so I think like people really aren't gonna Mary J. Blige, like I said, I don't even think that's a great record. Like I mean, I think there's a couple I, good I, tracks I, on I it. I didn't think it was great either, Dave. I did listen. I remember so I thought it, she's done better, is what I'm gonna say. There's good tracks on it, but it's a record. As a whole I, don't watch, know. I, I agree with you. This is not something I would album archaeology. I agree with you on that. Abba, don't even get me started. Uh, Coldplay, I don't think they're going to pick a record with the, or, or an album that doesn't have record of the year or song of the year on it. And it was this was a weird one because it was re- like this album was released in October of 21. Yes. God, so, and it made the it list. Seemed, and it's still, it's, this is one of these cases I didn't understand it. Um, and I have some thoughts on this album when I get to my picks, though. But I don't think they'll pick it for that reason. Um, so I think Beyonce, I just think that album's better than Harry's house as well. Um, yeah. Coop, what do you got? Who you want? Who you think? Um, I agree with you. I think that the Grammys go with Beyonce here. Uh, I think when you look at this list of albums, um, this one checks the boxes. You know, I, I think Kendrick Lamar is a, is an outside shot here though. Like, I, I do think Kendrick Lamar. I agree with that. That's an I got that would be if they don't if they don't go Beyonce, I think they go Kendrick Lamar with that one. I agree with that. Yeah. Um I was not like outside of Beyonce, 
for the most part, I mean, I there was other albums I would have had. You know, obviously I would have had Tipping Point. Oh here. God, yeah. Um, there were other albums that certainly deserved to be here. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Now, the Coldplay album. Here we go. I like it. Okay, I like Get the that album. Out of there. Um, Get it out. But okay, I, it's not on the coupe list because of the release date, and it's an album that I didn't catch in that. Um, I think it's an interesting album. I think it's a little bit of an experimental album for them. Uh, I like that some of the songs don't even have titles; they have like symbols, like Saturn and Heart. Oh, um, Dave, it's not a, give this album a shot if you haven't given it. I, I, if you if you haven't, you didn't like it. That's fine. Um, I kind of would like to see it get it. I really oh, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I like this. I was an album I missed last year. I was not I've not been the biggest Coldplay guy either, but I do like this album. I, I know mean, just, this, this is twisting you, I know, but I, I did like this album a lot. This is this is I mean this is my this is me. This is just my thing. This is like the biggest year in the past like decade of releases. Doja Cat's where's woman where's her album? Like her album should be on here, um, yeah. Instead it, of either ABBA or Coldplay or Mary J. Blige. Yeah, you know, I like the fact that Mary J. Blige she got a lot. I mean, I I thought her album. Look, if this came down to five nominees, I would you would not see Mary J. Blige or ABBA on here. No, I mean, uh, but like Doja Cat, definitely her album should be on here instead of one of them, definitely. Uh, I have no problem if they go Renaissance here. I mean, I think it's an it's a good pick. It's a it's a tremendous album. I think it's one of my favorite Beyonce albums I've heard. Uh, I'm not saying it's the best one, but I think it. it I think it's I, I have no and I think they're gonna go that route. I just think a lot of these. Other I think books, Coffee's album should be on here. Uh, you can make an argument for that. I mean, again, the Brandy Carlisle. I, I don't know. They seem <laughs> infatuated with Brandy Carlisle. I don't know what the anyway. And if people are thinking like, why isn't Taylor Swift on any of these? That album was huge. It missed the date. But how did this is what I don't understand how they do these dates? It's it's just kind of like how Cigar Aficionado does Cigar of the Year. I don't understand. Okay, their Coldplay, date is really early. Coldplay should have been last year. I, I but I do think. Oh it's yeah, good. I'll disagree with you. I think it's a good album, but I I kind of think it's getting recognized a year late. It's kind of when their date is super early, and yeah. her record came out in November, like late November. I yeah. want to say. So that's I, why it's not on here. Dave, I was shocked that God Did didn't get on here. Yep. I, I, I really was. And I'll, I'll, I'll be talking more about it when we get the wrap out. That was a I, – I was shocked on that one. I yep. was shocked. that the, Again, I could have easily took out Brandy Carlisle or um, oh, yeah. or Mary J. Blige for, for God Did. That's a well, good – And get Abba out of there. Like, why are they in there? Anyway. I – Look, enough is, of my ABBA disdain. One more point on the ABBA disdain. Has <laughs> anyone been talking about these ABBA songs? No, the, no. There's no buzz on these. We we talked about it. it was it was a flat release, right? There's no excitement around like ABBA's album. And well, I, that's I, like, my... I love ABBA. I love ABBA. I'm just saying I, there's no excitement around that album. Well, that's my thing with the Coldplay album. Like you have album of the year, but it's not nominated. For either record or song, I so it's like, well, why is it? You know, it was. I can see. I I mean, why not have the Steve? Where's the Steve Lacey record? Uh, Steve. Where's Gemini? Gemini should have absolutely been on. Why is Gemini on there? 
Gemini is a about that is probably the most egregious omission. That's a that, very good album, uh, by Steve. Steve and they Lacey had to have submitted is, it. They had to have submitted it. They had to. And I'm gonna say this, I think Steve Lacey is gonna be the artist one of the artists we're gonna talk about at the end of this decade. I think this guy's really good. I mean, I guess that's my thing. It's like you could like the Coldplay album, that's fine. Music's for everybody, go for your life. Uh, I did like it. I did like it. I gotta say I liked it, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, but my my point where you're coming is, from. Yeah. My point is you have Steve Lacey, who's nominated for the other two categories. Yep. That doesn't have his album on there. You have Doja Cat, who's nominated for Record of the Year, who doesn't have her album on here. And you have Coldplay, who's nominated for neither. Yeah. Has the, it's like, why? I don't understand their thought process yeah. around any of this. And, and it, yeah, I didn't either. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a bad, like, I, some of the bands I had on that were bad. You know and what? Should have been on there. I'll even and... say Arcade Fire Wii was better than some of these nominees. Well, I mean, okay. Anyway, I'll, I'm done ranting. Okay. Ridiculous. Yeah. So now, uh, now we're at the I song of the year. Oh, the Steve Lacey album, Coop. Why is it not on there? Anyway, song I, I of the year. It, yeah, yeah. This ABC, goes to the songwriter. This goes to the songwriters now. Yeah. Yep. A B C D E F U. That's Sarah Davis and Gale now. Yep. I heard that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Not a big fan uh, of that either. About damn time. That's uh, Lizzo. Okay. Uh yeah. I mean that's a good. One. Uh all too well. Now this is, uh Taylor Swift, but it's from like a film. Yeah, it's the ten so minute it's not version from yeah. Uh, as it was, Harry Styles and a bunch of other people. I have a bunch. Bad of habit. Yep. You're you're a uh, break my soul, which is basically like seventy five songwriters and Beyonce. Yep. Easy on me. Uh, that's Dell with a number of other writers. God did, which is like everyone that's ever done hip hop. Rick Ross is it? And Jay Lil Wayne. Yeah. 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 Uh, you got it's a lot of writers on that one. Um, you have the heart part five. That's Kendrick Lamar's yep. track. Um, and then and then out of out of nowhere, Coop, Bonnie Raitt. They like Bonnie Raitt. They've always yeah, <laughs> like always what? Like bon- they've always liked her. Like remember when Nick a time won record of the year? It, and I like yes. Bonnie Raitt. It was not the record of the year. Oh, album of the year, album of the year. I'm sorry. It it was not the album of the year. I'm sorry. That uh, that's she- uh that's out of nowhere. Um, I heard the song again. I looked at it from a songwriting perspective. It didn't have me doing handstands again. I looked at this from a songwriting perspective now. Yeah. Um, it didn't to me didn't didn't have me doing hoops. It was. Now, I'm gonna change my who I think. Okay, and I I have a lot to say about the who I think too on this so. So what, why don't you uh, kick us off here, Cooper, with right. who you want and who you think. All right. Um, I'm going to say who I want first. And I do think, again, I looked at the song and the composition of the song. And I still am going to go with Steve Lacey here. Yeah. Um, I think it's, like I said, I'm looking at it. I think it's lyrically good. Music, uh, melody and music is tremendous. I think that's yes, going to yes. put it over the top. I... I don't think this is the best song, though, and I can pick others in this category, but I think they're going to go Harry here. See, that's um, why I changed it. Yeah. So, because again, I could see Easy on Me, The Heart, 
and break my soul all content all competing here. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think Harry is you want to say Harry record of the year, I have much more of a I, mm. I can buy that one. It's not the best song. It's not even in the top three for me here. But I think they're gonna go Harry here as well. I usually, usually they go they tend to yeah. go the same here if it's a big hit. That's why. I was following your logic, and I think your logic is sound around Harry Styles, and I was there, and then I just crossed it off. Because the who I want and who I think is the hard part five by Kendrick Lamar. And the yeah. reason I yeah, chose yeah. that is I just think it's better. I don't think as it was is an extremely well written song. No, it's a it's a catchy song. Like that's like for record for record of the year, the way it was produced, great job. Lyrically is is that no. That's where and musically, no. That's where I kinda go with that. I agree with you on that. Well, I think the hard part five, Kendrick Lamar, well, A, it's an artist that everybody loves. It was a very popular song when it came out. Uh, and I think it's better written. Like, it's got more depth. He's taking on social issues of race and other things. Right? Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a better written song. It would be um, interesting to see if he yeah. captures one of these big three, Kendrick Lamar, or gets shut out. It'd be, man. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can see him getting shut out here. I mean, Yeah, like... I mean, he could. I mean, I don't think there... I don't think... For how much I railed against... Artists that should not be in these categories. I don't think they're weak. Like, I think there's, it's not like a bunch of songs and then one that's like a clear favorite. Yeah. You know, like, I think, I think that there's competition in each of them, but. You know, you know the weird thing though, Dave, is that these, when there's this monster out, uh, record that comes out, chart topping mm -hmm. record, right? The Grammys tend to buckle to it is what I've noticed. And they say, yeah. well, they, they tend to vote it. Right. Um, and they recognize it. That that's kind of where I'm going. I'm, I'm saying if I take the category for what it is, right, as it was, yeah. isn't it? It's, I'm just saying for song of the year. I'll give it record yeah. of the year. I have no problem with that. Yep. No, I totally uh, agree. Yeah, totally agree. You know the um, I'm looking here. Um, I forget what year it was nominated, but the year Outcast did Speaker Box. Yeah. Um, I don't think it won, right? No, I was trying to because that was one that was like this one. Oh, he did win it. They did win album. Oh, did it? They did win album of the year. They yeah. So they did win album of the year in two thousand four. Uh, but they had no competition that year except for Missy Elliott. No, I mean I guess the example is what like Billie Eilish that year where she won like everything. Yeah, I mean she kind of basically and I that was the one where she knocked Lana Del Rey out of everything that year. Yeah, so I mean, and that was a that was maybe like to the album theory, yeah. where that record was yeah. so well liked. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, but yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I think as it was is a good song. It's a catchy song. I enjoy it, but I don't think it's exceedingly well written. I mean, I don't think it's like. No, it's it's. I think for record, very, it's fun. I, yeah. I have no problem if it got record, but it's not. You know, again, when I look at the like, I think Bad Habit is a very good. Uh, lyrically, it's not the strongest song. That's where I'm kind of going. With. I think, yeah, musically, is what that song has has. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, I just love, I, I like a track like that, uh, which is my personal preference. I like a very complex track with just all the kind of yeah. the transitions yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so, that whole album's like that. That should. But I can see Steve that. Lacey getting completely shut out of these big three. I could. See I think it. that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think. I mean, I think he. I think he should have been on that album anyway. He absolutely should have been there. There's no question. It's Gemini's oh. a very good album, by the way. We should. It is a great album. Yeah. Great I, album. I, yeah. 
Um, now, some of these we kind of, uh, so those are the big ones. And then we sort yeah. of like just picked around on ones we like to talk about. Yeah. We got best rock album, Coof. Okay, like... so this is the one I had a problem with one of them, okay? Oh. It's not a bad album, but it's not rock. I, that was the one. It wasn't rap. It was no. a rock. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Yeah. So we got Dropout Boogie, The Black Keys. Uh-huh. The Boy Named If by Elvis Costello and The Imposters. Yep. Crawler by Idols. Yep. Mainstream Sellout, Machine Gun Kelly. Jeez. I, it hurts me to even say those words together. Is that? Okay, um, yeah. Patient yeah. <laughs> number nine, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy. My dad uh, is smiling. My dad was an Ozzy fan. He's smiling at this ooh, one. Yep, Jeff Beck's on that track, too. Yeah. Um, my dad loved Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> Lucifer on the sofa by Spoon, which is I haven't seen Spoon have a record up yeah. there in a while, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I don't think this. I mean, I don't know. I, I, Machine Gun Kelly does nothing for me. No. I like I said, it hurt me physically to even say all of those words. Uh, but I, who do I want? I want Ozzy. Just, I mean, it's not a great record. I admit that. The only song on it that I like is probably the title track. Jeff Beck's on the title track, so that's cool. Um, it'd be cool for Ozzy to get one. This is in no way like I don't think the album's good at all, but I think that I think that I'm just rooting for it. I'm just looking at my think story with my dad with Ozzy because he drove Ozzy. He would he watched the Osbournes on TV. It's like he, yeah, I'm just laughing at this right now. I can't help but not smile. Ozzy about this, man. Right? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's it's a total from the heart pick. Right, right. Um, who do I think? I think the best album on here is the Black Keys album. After listening to it, I think, I think the Black Keys and they and they're well known. They've been around for a while, so it's not like totally out of left field. So I think that they might win it. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's an interesting one. Um, you know, this is uh, how do okay. Um, the issue which here one is, are you like? Just all right, you, so which went, one were you disgusted right, so, by? So, well, I didn't like that. Uh, I did not like a lot of these nominees this year, right? <laughs> um, especially, I did not like. Um, it's not the strongest category. In the I world. did not like mainstream sellout on here, right? All right, but here's the thing. Oh, well, yeah, um, no. I I want Boy Named If by Elvis Costello and the Imposters. I think Elvis Costello yep. has been doing some really good music. This will be on the Coop New Oldies one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I really mm-hmm. like the album a lot. Is it the strongest Elvis Costello album? No, by any means. No, well, no, but I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah, but I did pick the Black Keys. Now, this is my problem. I don't consider Dropout Boogie a rock album. Really? It's got rock... It's got rock overtones, in, but I don't think it's pure rock. I think there's a lot of... Other, I mean, you could have put this for R&B album. Easy. I mean, there's a lot of different... Uh, I just thought there was a lot of different things they could have put in there. It just didn't feel like a rock album to me. Mm. Is that it's, that's not a knock on the album? It just didn't feel like a rock album, and I don't know how they vote for this. Um, I still think they're going to vote this one in. I really do. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're kind of like I said, Black Keys been around forever, and they're sort of lo-fi thing. I mean they're getting more away from that. Yeah. Um. But you know, yeah, I would. I mean, I think it's going to win. I, think I it's the best. Got the best tracks on it, I think. Um, I think I think it's a very good album. I just like I said, I just didn't really feel that this was. I didn't have the feel of a. I mean, 
of a rock album when I just uh I didn't like I've heard the album, I like the album, mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. you know I they're more bluesy, I guess. It's, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. I maybe they had to put it here. I get it. It it just it, it seemed like this you know, maybe okay. Maybe okay. I'm like maybe I'm being too hard on this, but it felt it just didn't feel like maybe it's blues. Maybe if you just consider if I say blues and uh I, mean, I can it, see that. I can see it, but yeah, okay. I just yeah. So I think they're gonna go with that one. Yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but man, pulling for Ozzy, man. Why not? Ozzy, yeah. <laughs> Best yeah. alternative album. Now I don't even know how they describe alternative anymore. But like I said, I'm taking that, it on face that's value. Where, that's where Black Keys. I can see them even fitting in into alternative. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of going. Like, with. I don't even know, like one album on here. I don't even know how you classify it. I mean, I mean, it must yeah. have just been because it was submitted. Yeah. But uh, at least they only kept it to five nominees here. Yeah. So we got We uh, by Arcade Fire. Uh, I think this is a strong category, though. Uh, Dragon, New War Mountain, I Believe in You, Big Thief. Now, that's a good record. Yep. Um, Bosora by Bjork. Now, I don't even know what category you put that record in. <laughs> that's the problem. Do they have just a category that's called Weird. I think <laughs> alternatives, everything that doesn't. I think that's why they put it here. I'm like, man. Yeah. Wet leg, uh, wet leg, um, and cool it down by yeah, yeah, yeah. Now all these albums I think are good. Like, so this is a good, this is a good um category, I think. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Coop. Um, you know, wet leg is one to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won the Brit Award. So I, I, I still gave the edge to Arcade Fire here from both who I want and who I think. Um, but if I'm wrong on We, I think it's Wet Leg, um, which is a very good album, too. But I, I really did like this Arcade Fire album a lot. Um, yeah. What may hurt this is some of the bad press that they got. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm going to still say they, it gets it. I'm going to still say they pull it out here. But um, but I really liked We. We was a great album for me. Um, uh. Yeah, but wet yeah, leg is I mean, the one to watch. Wet legs definitely one to watch here in this category. So, who I want, I put Bjork. Cause like, it's just a bizarre album. It would be crazy if that won. Like, that would be crazy. Again, I'm more just voting for it. Like, it is just bizarre. Yeah, it's got I mean, like, it's got like weird electro stuff. And then, like, the oboe, and it's just strange. I mean, she's, like, avant-garde, experimental. Oh, yeah. So I just, I just don't know where I, else you put it. So, I, I again, I didn't have a problem with it. I wanted to win mainly because, like, if it won, that would be nuts. Yeah. Like, it would just be nuts. Yeah. Um, Who I think, I think Wet Leg. And the reason why is because that album's gotten a lot of good publicity. And I just don't think the Grammys want any of that. Win Butler smoke at all? Like, I do it's not a fair think point. they want it's that. A fair, you know, I'm I'm going around to what you're saying on this one. Really, I'm not arguing with you on this. I, I mean, I think I it'd be can. different if it was like we was up against a lot of like bad records. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if there wasn't a lot of competition, but I think because there are some solid records in here, like I think they just don't want to deal with it. I mean, you had people pulling out of his tour. Like, I just don't think they want it. Um, I could, I could see it. 
I could see it. Um, I mean, when there's good options, I guess it's yeah. like, well, why, why make a problem for yourself when you have other strong albums in there? Um, no, I, yeah. Because the other thing about the Win Butler thing is like, he's not really de- denying any of it. No, he's not. He's not. not he's like, well, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. It's like, man. Yeah. So for people that don't know, like, when Butler has been accused of, like, like abuse and sexual assault and harassment, and his response is sort of like, well, you know, like, it's not really, there's no categorical denial. No. No, not. It's like, well, I might have been misunderstood or, you know, whatever. It's, so it's not... He's not making a great case for himself. Yeah, exactly. Which I think will hurt the record, which, you know. Because I just can't imagine them being like, and come on up, Win Butler, and give a speech. Like, I can't fathom that. I can't either. I can't either. But you're right. I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're like, well, this record's so good, we don't care. But, um, and Bjork, I don't even know what would happen. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know either, yeah. Music would implode if she, yeah. if she, you'd have to cancel the rest of the Grammys. Yeah, exactly. It'd just be too bizarre. But yeah, so that's why I think Wet Leg, because Wet Leg, I mean, it was a big year too. They've been around for a while, but it was quite a big breakout album of theirs. Um, so I think that might get it. It might get it. Yeah, they may. I could see. I, I'm starting to come a little more to. I'm going to stick with my pick, but uh, oh yeah, I'm coming, pick, along, I'm, I'm coming along to your logic on this one. You're, you're you're actually making a good case for me on this one. Like I think we wins if they're like we're the Grammys and we don't care what people think and yeah. there you go. Yep. So you you know what's interesting? I was looking at the rock and the alternative categories. A lot of these artists were were not even nominated for American Music Awards. Yeah, that's surprising. But the interesting thing is favorite rock artist or best rock artist. Uh, was actually voted as um, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> God. Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Where are the Red Hot Chili Peppers on this one? On these categories? They're, they're not here at all, are they? I mean, are they? No, they had they had a nomination in some category. They did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. They got. They I got, mean, I'd rather that instead of Abba. Like, honest to God. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Anyway, I don't know yeah. what they're thinking with that one. Uh, um. Yeah. Best rap album, Coop. Now, once again, for me, I think this is a weak category. And apparently women just don't do rap anymore. No. This is the second year in a row. Just like w- women just don't count. No. Whatever. Yeah, Lizzo. You had. I, that I didn't understand why, why that didn't get You had Doja Cat. Because I guess, I mean, you could argue like, oh, did Lizzo maybe not. Um, maybe not. Uh, submit for this one, but Kendrick Lamar is on here, and he's in those categories as well. So I'm sure she submitted. Yeah. And there's Doja Cat as well, and there's other women that came out with records this year. Yeah. Kaylee Forty Seven came out with a record that's quite good. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, apparently women just don't count for rap for the committee. So whatever. No. Um, we got God Did by DJ Khaled. Uh, I never liked you by Future. Come home, the kids miss you, Jack Harlow. You know, uh, miss him around the big steppers, Kendrick Lamar, and it's almost dropped by Pusha T. Uh, now, for me, I think that it is a battle between Kendrick Lamar and Pusha T because both those albums were really well received. 
um, and they're both really well re respected artists. Like they both have really big, big commercial and big critical followings. Um, I want Kendrick Lamar to win it. I think Kendrick Lamar is going to win it because um, that album is just a masterpiece. So I think it's going to be Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, um, no doubt if Kendrick Lamar, he's gotten some of the big nominations. Um, I think Kendrick gets this. Uh, I I think it's an easy win. I think this is an easy checkbox for him. Um, but I really like God Did by DJ Khaled. Mm, uh, I loved, DJ I loved Khaled. That. Yeah, I liked that album a lot. I liked, uh, you know, he had, uh, I liked the title track in, on that one. I liked mm. the, I liked the uh, Staying Alive kind of thing yes. they do on there. You know, so yes. He, uh, I like use this gospel, uh, with the Kanye West. I, I thought it was a really good album. You know, in DJ Khaled, he's a, he's really a, he came up, he's a DJ. He came up through the DJ yes. ranks. Yep. Um, I think it's a really good album. I don't think they, they, they deny Kendrick this though. I don't see it. Yeah. Just I, cause I, that record's so good. Yeah, de definitely. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I would be, it would be a shock if, if Pusha T gets it, I'd still be shocked, Dave. I would be yeah. Shocked. I mean, the only reason I wouldn't, I'd be, I would be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked because people really like that record. Um, I would be surprised if anyone other than those two win it. I would be very, I would be shocked. So, so the question becomes, like, if this, if, 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 um, if uh, Mr. Morale doesn't win the album of the year, right? Mm. There, I mean, who do you, who do you give? I mean, how do you, like, if, if, here's what I'm saying. There's no other rap artist that's that's in that category, right? No, he have to, he'd have to win both, like by logic. Like how could be album of the year and not be rap But uh, I mean, unless unless uh, I mean, because Bad Bunny, but Bad Bunny's rate is not. I don't know. Bad Bunny no. would be the only. I don't see it. Bad that's Bunny like, is like under World or Latin or something. Yeah, he's under World Latin. He does. Yeah, he has some influences in there. But there's like I'm saying is if they, how can how can you deny? Kendrick Lamar the best rap album when none of the other albums are are, are, are nominated are for yeah that, no that, I see what you're saying yeah it to me it, it then there's something wrong here that's where I'm gonna say there's something wrong this should be an easy win for Kendrick Lamar I really do no I hear what you're saying yep um yeah I got you that I got that yep um I am gonna skip to best reggae album because my notes just blew off the table okay I have to go. Get them. Okay. And if that, I get so that you can. Through. Yep. Oh, you want to read through the country one? No, no, I'll, I'll read. I could go through the best reggae one. Yeah. Uh Oh, what's the. So do we, we had the country one before then, didn't we? Yeah, we have the country. We could do either. We could skip. We could. Skip oh, can you our... read through that one while I grab my notes? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So the best country album, as Dave gets his notes, um, we have Growing Up by Luke Combs, Palomino by Miranda Lambert. We have Ashley McBride presents Linville. We have Marin Morris's Humble Quest. And we have the one and only Willie Nelson with A Beautiful Time. Yeah, thanks, Coop. A little behind the scenes. See, Coop, I, uh, I'm i outside for my cigar and I print, as you can see here. I yeah. print all my notes off. Yeah. I run I'm very two analog. I have, the, I have the two laptops, so uh, I'm able to do I'm very it. analog, so my notes blew. Um. I see. Okay, I think this was a very. I, I 
it I was think rap, week. yeah, rap and country. The last two years has been weak, Coop. Yeah, I mean, it just hasn't been. A, I think this one has two albums that stand above the others. Um, but yeah, it was the same way. It was the same way last year when it was Sturgill Simpson and um, Chris Stapleton. Uh, Chris Stapleton. There, they were. The, it was like a two horse race. Yeah. And I sort of see that with this. I mean, Marin Morris is that's a really good album. She's uh, she's made the oops list. Um, but you know, I mean, who do who do you who do you have for your your want and your you think? Um, I went with a safe pick of these five, and I yep. like the Luke Combs album. Who you uh who who you want growing up? Uh, okay, it, it's um. I mean, who I want is I mean, I just read my. I'm reading my notes. Here. I wanted growing up by Luke Combs. I thought it was a safe pick. It's a mm. it's a solid country album. Is it one of the great country albums of all time? No, right. Mm. But I have this feeling they're gonna go Palomino, Miranda Lambert here. A very good album. It's a very okay. good album. Uh, I I think it's a little more. Uh, you know, I I could see them going this way. This one I think has gotten some very good. It's gotten some very good coverage. It's gotten some very good praise, Miranda Lambert. So yep. I'm I'm gonna go with that. Uh, one. It's not, and it's like I said. I think it's a two horse race between Combs and Lambert. You, I think, disagree with me on this one too. I do. Um, I think Marin Morris. I think that's a great album. I think she sounds a little like um, Lucinda Williams. Got that kind of edge to it. Yep. yep. I I just I think it might be too. I mean, it's got a little bit like Lucinda Williams, the chicks sort of energy. I just think it's too outside the box, really. If that makes sense. Um, that's why I I kind of I went and I said I went safe. That's why I went safe with it. Yeah. Now you're wondering what? Where's Dolly's fire? Why is Dolly's album up here? Well, she is nominated uh, for best duo with Reba and Dolly. I mean, how great is that? Reba McIntyre, Dolly Parton. Does he love you? Yep. Now that's not in this category, so I can't pick that. But <laughs> she know. is nominated. Yes, she is yeah. nominated. Right, she is nominated. Um, I went with Willie for both, just because I love Willie Nelson. I listened to that album. I think for the last four Willie Nelson albums, we were thinking it's his last album, but he keeps putting out another album. Um, I, I mean, much like I mean, it's almost like you, Coop, and I think Willie is a safe pick because everybody loves Willie Nelson. Uh, and I don't know the last time he was up for this. Are they gonna give it to a ninety-year-old guy though? He's gonna be See, ninety. That's a. <laughs> but but is it the other way? Ar- See, I'm seeing it more the other way around. Where it's like, well, when else are we gonna have a chance to give Willie a Grammy? Has he won? Yeah, yeah. I see That's what I'm see. saying. I can see that. I do see some logic with that. No question. I I don't think a lot of his newer albums have been up for a Grammy. He probably was like early in his career. Yeah. I just think for me, they might be like, this might be the last chance we can give it to Willie. No one's gonna be up in arms if we give Willie Nelson a Grammy. No. Um. So that's why I'm I, I'm saying I'm picking Willie. I think it's the album's good. Is it as good as Luke Holmes and stuff? No. But I think it's more the name. I think it's more like, when are we going to give a chance? Whereas with Ozzy, like, you're like, well, how many records is Ozzy going to put? Like, that record just isn't any good. Right, right. <laughs> um, where Willie's is actually good. Yeah. 
So I that that's what I think. Now I, I might be wrong. I mean, it's sort of like the Oscar that goes to this rando person. That you're like, why did they get that Oscar? And it was more because like they probably deserved it two years ago, but didn't win it, so they gave it. For... Yeah, I think that's this. I think it's like, well, you know, it's Willie. It's a good enough record to be on this list. These other people have records later. Let's give it to Willie. Yeah, that's I as a possibility. Um, I it would do... be like if Dolly were if Dolly had her record on here, I would go for Dolly just for the same reason. Um, yeah. Now she he... she has Grammys in the past, but. It'd be like, well, when else are we gonna give her give it to her? True. Um, I just was pulling up something here. Um, where I just wanted to see who won the Country Music Awards. Um, I was just kind of looking Ooh, the at CMAs. Yeah, so I'm just looking at that. Um, and who won? So Luke Combs won Entertainer of the Year. Um, yeah, but uh, so that was an interesting one. Um, they don't give. I don't think they do an album of the year. But he beat out Miranda Lambert, uh, and Willie Nelson wasn't even nominated. And that's possibly, you know, they his they they actually the CMAs have a Willie Nelson Lifetime Achievement Award. So well, yeah, yeah. So uh, you, you know, I guess they're not going to nominate Will, but uh, you know, the other one to watch a, a little bit of a dark horse here is Ashley McBride. Watch that. Yeah. That's a dark horse, I'd say too. I, I... But like not I a said, great category. But not a great, not a great. No, year. I mean nothing knocks you out, does it? Really? No, no. I mean, like I said, I think Chris Stapleton was much stronger last year. Well, both of those records last year, I would say, are far stronger than any of these records this yeah. year. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, they I did. They I, gave, oh, they did give Luke. Oh, they did give him an album of the year. So here was so Luke Combs won album of the year, beating out Mayron Morris and Miranda Lambert. Yeah, and then Laney Wilson and Old Dominion had the other two. So. So Luke Holmes did get it on the CMAs. So I can almost see the Grammys, which they always try to one up. Oh well, you know, you know, they go they go with one of these other picks. See, and like I said, I, I have nothing against the Luke Holmes record at all. It's a safe record. It's again, I agree. It's a safe it's it's a solid record, is what it is. My yeah. thing is more like Willie's on the list. So like I mean, yeah. I think at at this point, Willie could be reading the phone book, and and they would want to give it to him. I think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but like I said, they could just be going like straight record, and like you know, who cares? But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. last year they gave know. album of the CMAs gave it to Chris Stapleton, and the Grammys went that way. So Grammys gave it to Chris Stapleton. So yeah. they didn't give it. Yeah. So maybe that logic isn't totally true. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm from a purely nostalgic, you know, sort of thing. That's it. That's that's why I'm going for it. Yeah. Nothing, you know, from a pure, a pure like, they might want to give Willie an award. The record's not bad. Right. Um, now the last category, Coop, which I think might be the strongest. It's a very tough um, one. Yeah. It's the best reggae album, and we love reggae on the show. So yep, Nick Melillo yep. is probably listening to this, and I wonder who he would pick. Uh, we got. The Calling by Cabra Pyramid. Now, Cabra Pyramid has had a couple albums that are pretty strong. This album's actually pretty good. I listened to it the other day. Right. Uh, Gift, Gifted by Coffee. Who Coffee's won a Grammy before. Yes. Um, so she's got pedigree. Sean Paul with Scorcha. Now, Sean Paul's a name that a lot of people know. Uh, Third Time's a Charm by Prodigy, who is a very sort of, much like Cabra Pyramid, 
and coffee, like a very up and coming, strong reggae um, presence. And we have Come Fly With Me, Shaggy, who is a name uh, icon in the reggae, probably one of the most successful cross crossover reggae artists other than like Bob Marley, I would say. Yep. Um. So who's been nominated before? I don't know. If, has, has Shaggy won a Grammy before? Yeah, Shaggy won it with Sting last year with the. Uh, oh, the yeah. Yeah. So Shaggy does have some Grammys. Yeah. So who do you who do you pick? Well, very strong category, I think. Very good category. Um, listen, this is a no brainer for me. Um, I'm pulling for Shaggy. I'm a Shaggy fan. Um, and uh, by the way, Shaggy also won from Boombastic too, best reggae album. Yeah. So he's, yes, that's he, what I was. He's got yeah. that, and he's got forty four eight seventy six. Um, I'm pulling for Shaggy. Uh, it, it come fly with me is the um, that's the Frank Sinatra. Like cover, like reggae covers of Frank Sinatra. It's very good. Um, they're not gonna give this to Shaggy. There, there's no way they give this one to Shaggy. He just got I, it. I, yeah, I just don't years. think so because it's a cover album. It's a cover album, right? Um, this is Kofi's category to lose. Uh, it is a tough. It is some tough competition, but mm. I think Kofi is is a big name. That's that's really starting. This was her first real full album. The first one. Yep. Was a yep. was a was an EP EP so, yep. so I think they're gonna really reward her for this one. Um, I don't see her losing this, but I I tell you, uh, Sean Paul, someone to watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Kalings, you know, I would watch that album as well. Um, the only you know and they the only thing don't forget that that Rapture, which was the EP, did Kofi won a Grammy already for that, so they did yes. give Kofi another. Yep. I think, but I think this is a better album. That's why I'm like I don't know how you lose it. So I'm gonna pick Kofi here. I got coffee for both what I want and who I think. Yep. Um, I think it's a very strong category. I think if people out there are like, I want to get into reggae, what's what sort of new artist should I look at? You can just listen to all the records on this category, really. Yep. And get a good idea. I mean, I think Kyra Pyramid has a chance. Um, Prodigy has a chance. I just think like Coffee's record Gifted was on Pitchfork and people's lists. For like top ten albums of the year. Yeah, I mean, this one you could have made an argument should have been on the nine. Yeah. Right. So I mean, this this album has been received critically extremely well. Yes, no doubt. There's no doubt about that. Um. So I just think she's gonna win it. Yeah. Uh, which will be good for her. Yep. Um. But no, but very strong, very strong, uh, very strong category. Um. What are your final thoughts here, Coop? Um, so a couple of things. Um, just so folks know, the Grammys actually take place February fifth, uh, in Los Angeles this year. So it's the week before the Super Bowl they're doing it. Smart night to do it, I think. Um, you know, a couple of things. I, I've said we've said this. There's still too many nominations in these big categories. They need, mm. they need to hone this down. Get it down to five in each category. You don't need to have nine. Um, and you know, like I think it's I think it's ridiculous that they have it. What what I will say is I agree all the points is you know I think the Grammys have done better in some areas I mentioned I think some of the established artists are getting a little more of a thing in there, but I think there's also they're they're missing they're still missing a lot here. Yeah. Um. What I will say is the Grammys are definitely an award show. To I know people with award shows sometimes the Grammys are one awards show I'm gonna watch right because the performances the, usually each Grammy award. For the most part, we'll we'll have one performance that's very memorable, 
and I'm curious to see who the lineup is for the artists that are going to um are going to be actually um performing that night. And you, when you get that wild card, when someone like when a newer artist teams up with an established artist or vice mm. versa, um I think that's where um the um it gets interesting. I will say one other thing. There's another category we didn't talk about, and I forgot to mention. The Lifetime Achievement Award this year is very interesting, right? And mm. I'll just read off the names who are on here, because this is a very competitive category. The Supremes, mm. Nirvana, Ma Rainey, Nile Rodgers, oh. Anna Nancy Wilson, Bobby McFerrin, and Slick Rick. And I think it's a, I think it's a race between the Supremes and uh, I don't know if they're getting. I don't know if all these are nominated or if they're all. Getting or they're all getting it. it. I'm not sure. I think. Uh, I'm just looking. I think they'd all be getting it, surely. They could all be getting it. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, they are all getting it. They are all getting it. Oh, Rogers, man. Yeah. Mm. So, so my mistake. They're all getting. Last year it was just Bonnie Raitt. That's why I kind of got confused. But um, right. Like man, I don't know what they love. Bonnie, Bonnie, they Raitt. love Bonnie Raitt. Um. And so you you know you got like uh it, that's a pretty so. I would look at like be interested. Does Diana come? Does Anna and Nancy Wilson do a collaboration? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nile Rodgers plays with everybody, right? So I that's yeah. what I'm looking. That you know, does Dave Grohl come out? They're gonna, they're gonna. I, by the way, I would expect the Grammy that night with all the losses we've had in the last eight to ten months. I think they're gonna really pay tribute to some of these artists. Like I think you'll definitely see uh, oh, Taylor definitely. Hawkins get get yep. uh, his thing. I think you'll definitely see. Jeff Beck will be a big part of it. I think you'll definitely see mm. Lisa Marie Presley. Uh they will they will definitely so I think the ceremony is worth watching this year. It's is sometimes it's gonna have some of the political charge stuff. I get it. It just try to ignore yeah. it. Try to put that part out. Because they they usually is a pr- couple of good performances in there that will and it keeps you interested rather than hearing these categories like the like the Oscars are boring to me. I can't watch the Oscars, but the the Grammys are yeah. worth watching in my opinion. It's it's a good show. It's a well done show. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was, I mean, all things considered, I don't think it was bad. Um, there are some very strong categories. There's just, like you said, there's just way too many nominations. Five. And and, and it boggles my mind where you could have, like, ABBA just, like, dominating these nominations. You have people like Steve Lacey that get, like, one or two, and it's like, well, why aren't they, it's just, like, who they're putting up there. It's, I don't get that. Um. And, And they have a, they have an opportunity with a guy like Steve Lacey. Uh, someone like Coffee. These are young artists yeah. that could really carry the music industry to, to, through this decade right now. And I think there's a lot of talent that, you know, don't don't miss out on. I mean, they didn't they didn't Billy Eilish obviously made a big impact a couple years ago. Don't miss out with these guys. And when you start loitering, you know, watering down the categories, it's not helping. Yes. You. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yep. Um rap is still a poor category in my they've, opinion oh, they've they've never gotten it right <laughs> rap going back to like 30 years yeah they still can't get it right yeah i agree with i you don't know that. like i said you cannot have two years in a row without a woman nominated at all like i mean come on it's not like there weren't um two like years that, you know there's a k like, yeah i mean it's two years but rap, i mean rap, rap, women rappers have never gotten uh, and this is like the the golden age of women rap. Like yeah, I don't get it. Exactly. I don't understand it. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Um. But yeah, 
So I think that they need to fix that. Need to fix that up. Um, how's how's the cigar go? Just uh, about finished with. You know, this cigar, this Blackbird cigar, reminds me of the Rocky Patel Winter Collection so much. Even though it's a completely mm. different blend, it's got this like. It's got you, you know, you it's got this blackberry note. I know it's blackberry, yes. but, it, but it does have a little bit of a blackberry note to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got that. It's very reminiscent to the like the strength level, the sweetness level, and the spice level of the Rocky Patel. And it's got this that sweetness is like a little bit of that blackberry. It's got this very earthy tone that goes under it. Mm. Um, and I'm not the biggest fan of Brazilian Cooper, but this is done right. This is a this this is a tremendous cigar. Um, I really enjoyed this. I smoked it oh, fast, nice. as you can see. I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. I mean, I'm down to the end of mine as well. Just to, it performs all the way through, just rich. This but is a, you yeah. have a, up, like, in the beginning of the cigar, up front, and for, like, maybe the first middle to the middle of the cigar, you do get this, like, fruity, like, blueberry sort of note, which I love in the cigar. Right. And then that sort of falls away, and you're left with like, um, like a strong coffee, chocolate, just sort of rich, meaty cigar, which I really like. It's a great cigar. I mean, I still think I prefer the Lancero in this blend coupe. Uh huh. Well, it was blended uh, for a Lancero, it, yeah. I mean, that's how it it's was a great blended. cigar, though. Yeah, I was glad to see a Robusto size come out in the El Triunfador. I'd love to see that in a five and a five eighths by forty six size, though. Yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a great size to do that in. Um, and it's I a great cigar. Say, they're hard to find. They're hard to find. You know, these El Triunfadores have always been more limited. Yeah, they are. Especially hard to find. Lancero. Lancero is so good. Yeah, I mean, the Lancero has been around a long time. But I remember when Pete gave me that Robusto, and I had it, and I'm like, "This is very impressive." Uh, Pete I mean, had I, a great. Pete's I, had a great year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think if you want to track this cigar down, I think your best bet would be to look for samplers. Like a Tatuaje Robusto sampler or a Tatuaje Lancero sampler. They're usually in those, um, but they're hard to find. Like, I got these out Atlantic, and they were sold out. So, But they still are in their samplers. So I think you have a... That's your best shot. Yeah. To get a sampler. Oh, one interesting note before we move on. Mm-hmm. So last week I spoke that that Tatuaya Casios. Oh yeah, see Coop, see whatever Coop smokes, just be on the lookout, man. Um, and Pete put something up that's coming back this year, and I did. You not know what's? Know... You know what's gonna happen? Right. And it was tomorrow. A really good Blackbird. Stuff. Blackbird's gonna announce like three new Coraline cigars. Right. Tomorrow. Yeah. Because you smoked the uh, Raven today. Yeah. Oh, by the way, New Havana Cigars has the El Triomfador Robustos in stock. For, Go there. You, you get, get a them. five pack of those. Yeah. Get them. So, so they have them there, guys, if, if you want to check that out. I just did a Google and it's there. But Coop, man, pay attention to what Coop smokes on the show. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, listen, watch this. Blackbird's going to come out with something amazing. Yes. But that is <laughs> the unkind. Right. By the way, this I smoked the Raven. Yeah, it's, unkind, called the un- yeah. it's called the unkind. I, have you smoked the unkind? I have. I, like I smoked the Unkind, the Crow, and whatever the gray one is. I can't remember the name of that one. It This smokes very Nicaraguan-ish, even though it's a Dominican mm. cigar, too. It's really good, that cigar. I mean, I, I, I got to try. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. I had their limiteds. Like, I had the Macaw and the Hawk. Right. I like this better Hawk. than that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So do I. I think I gotta try their Connecticut. Yeah. It's like the Finch or something. Yeah. I like I said, I just compared this to Rocky Patel Winter Collection, which was my cigar of the year last year. That's how impressive yes. this was from a from Oh a no, place. they're great. I mean all the I love I've I've loved all that. You can get two for people uh that are like, Oh, how do I get into Blackberry? They have a very reasonably priced sampler. Yeah. It's like a robusto of all of their blends, yeah. all their core blends, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the, it's very well priced. It's like forty dollars or something. Yeah, the the Finch is there, Sumatra, and the uh the Jack the Jack though is there Jack um, Jaw. Jack yeah. Jaw is there um Connecticut. But you can get that sampler, I think is a good is a good purchase. Yeah, you definitely you could definitely and I I definitely it's definitely a cigar worth checking out. I was very uh, impressed with this cigar today. And like I said, this is a brand I want to start smoking more of, so Get onto it, Coop. Yeah, they're they good, the, man. Yep, yep. Uh, they have the Camacho-like bands. That's uh, yes. The, that's the only bands are great. The bands are great. Yeah, I think. Uh, but they're not Camacho. I mean, they're not Camacho. No. Yeah. I got a. I got a. I went through a huge Blackbird phase last year. I gotta get back into it, Coop. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they. I was mentioning they were quiet or this year, but I, I think you know they they were moving the factory and stuff last year, so they had some things going on. But yeah, great, great. I mean, and just just Jonas, who runs the company, was was great. I mean, just talking to him. So. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he's a great guy. I really, heard that really, really good guy. Yeah. I heard him on your show. He, he's great. And he sent me these. Like he said, "Yeah, I'll send you." And he's the guy who actually said, "I'll send you cigars," and really sent me the cigars. So. Hey, well, way to go. Yep, yep. Hey, if you ship to Australia, man. Yeah, exactly. You got a fan. Um, <laughs> new music, Coop. Now, cigar hustler. Yeah, it's the new music forty-five. Yeah, we talked about them earlier. Uh, uh, another brand owned by uh, Mike and Greg, the uh, Cigar Hustle mm-hmm. Brothers. Uh, they're located. In, and I'm not gonna try to say their last name because I'll butcher it. But uh, they're located Stephen in Deltona. Kevich. Stephen Kevich. Yeah, yeah, did better than me. They're located in Deltona, Florida. Their store, uh, great store, great humidor, great customer service, great lounge. I mean, it's the total package there. Um, if you can't get down to Deltona, Florida, but I advise if you're in that area, make sure you stop there. Um, you can go to um, their website, cigarhustler.com. Get on their email list. Um, do it. Do it, and uh, you may find out uh, something very limited is available, and you want to grab it quickly. Uh, I can tell you how many times I've missed out on stuff, but not going quick on that, you know, when these limited. Really? Things. Yes. Uh, most of the time I see the announcement come like Thursday night when I'm doing prime time. <laughs> it's part of the problem, right? So then I forget about it later on. Uh, but no, now, they, I, yeah, they're great, great to get on the email list. Now I'm looking at their site right now. So they got the HVC that Coop was talking about. Yeah, in the Robusto and the Toro, by the way. Yep. And let me just scroll down, scroll, scroll, scroll. And in the just, Postania, they do have, they do have Coop's number four cigar still. They still have that War Bear. Oh, the in the rounded, twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah, get that one. So they still have that. So if you want to see what that number four was, they still have it in singles, fivers, and boxes. If you are uh, yep. looking, at it, it's an excellent cigar. I can vouch for that. Yeah, and they look. They do carry. There are Provada uh, LCA shops, so they do get the Provada stuff. If you're interested in yep. that. Um, and they just got in stock. I just saw this. Um, the Room 101 12 and 13 anniversaries. 13 is good, Coop. Yeah, that's the pink 13 one. 13 is very good. And I don't know what's going to happen with those. With You know, now that he's moved into 
uh, generals or you know forwards. We'll see what happens with that. I don't know. Yeah, thirteen is great. Yep. Um, let's do some new music. Enough about enough about Mike. Uh, Mike gets all this free press from us. He does, and he's <laughs> and, and, and and I mean, no, nah, he's okay. Mike, he's a, you know, he deserves it. He's a good guy. He does. He's been supporting the show forever. Gets Davis he's probably stuff, the yeah. main the main shop I order from. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, he runs a great business. He's a very good uh, – and I'll tell you, he's Postani. When you make a number four on a coupe list, it's tough. I'm just telling you. I, I, I pride myself on not being a tough list. So Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I think a good way to celebrate that, Mike, is to send me six cigars so that I can get them through tax. There you I go. Think that's a great, I think that's a great way to celebrate. <laughs> exactly. Um, New Music 45. So – uh, and and I, I've already reached out to Mike to weasel some Connecticut's when they come in. Um, yeah, we all have. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so this this could go in your new in your new oldies for next year, Coop. We got Iggy Pop has put out. Yes, a yeah, I saw it. I was like... Um, the record's called uh, 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 "Every Loser," <laughs> uh, and he's got a song. One of the big tracks off it they've released. The record's not out yet. He's released a couple singles. He's got. Strung out on Johnny, uh, which is a great heroin song. Every everyone has to have a heroin song. Um, vocals. His vocal is almost dead, but it's very deep. It still has that edge to it. It's still working for me. He's putting out music, you know. So, uh, check that out, Iggy Pop. Uh, surprised to see that record, but glad that I saw it. Yeah, no, I'm uh, excited about that one. And this is the one I found, Coop, that I haven't listened, that I just found. I'm, one of my New Year's resolutions was to get on classical and to get a bit a bit more into R&B because I love R&B. Uh-huh. Um, and the, 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 the artist is Gabriel's, and the track is Angels and Queens. And it has I, this, I did, like... Yeah. Did I you like, listen to it? I did listen to this. I heard this song, yeah. It has, like, this 70s funk, yep. but modern... R&B vibe, I love it. It is a great song. Really good song, yeah. When was that great. released? How long did that come out? I think remember? it was 2022, but yeah, I just was, found I just found it. Yeah, I didn't know when it got released because I was like, you know, I was wondering if it actually was something that would be uh, Grammy eligible. Uh, oh, they probably. Oh, I don't know. Their date is really. Uh, see, it was early. September thirtieth. Uh, it should part be. One, Angel and Queens Part One came out September thirtieth, so it's maybe they'll just ah, we'll we'll do it next year because it was a good album. Good, yeah, actually, good. I actually good. Listened, yeah, Part Two is coming out in March. That's good. Yeah. Um, and my album archaeology. If you're interested in reggae, you yep. want to check it out. I put this is we've talked about uh, Coffee's album a lot, so I didn't have that on here. But Kyra Pyramid, The Calling, yep. which is the album that he got uh, nominated for, it's, it's sort of very modern reggae in the in the vein of like Coffee, um, Prodigy, Damian Marley. Uh, they're, they're really pushing for some good crossover, I think. Yep. Um, and it is a great, it's a great record. He's a lot of guest artists on it that are quite good. Um, so I would check that out, the calling by Kyabra Pyramid. I think that's a that's the only thing it's a dark horse, so in the in the reggae album category. I agree. Good record. It's a good it, record. It is, yeah. And uh it was interesting because it had some of the other nominees, you know, on that album too. <laughs> so uh, you know, I you know, yep. 
you know, so, you know, coffee, protege. Yeah. So interesting. That's the thing. They like do a lot of stuff together. Cause I know coffee's done tracks with prodigy and prodigy's done stuff with Kyabra. Like they all sort of are on each other's records. Yeah. It's very interesting that we talk about the reggae community. I think it's so different than the other communities in that they really do have this like bond. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it, uh, but I, but it's uh, I, I call it a reggae Renaissance. Yeah. So there's really strong records. So check them out. Mm, cigar's good. That's yeah. all I got. Coop. Well, that's good. Um, so yeah, I want to thank everyone. Thank you, Dave. Uh, fun show as always. Mm. Um, I'm off to Nicaragua. Uh, but when we come back, we're gonna be doing the Super Bowl. Uh, Beyonce, uh, the Rihanna show. Excuse me, I keep saying Beyonce. Rihanna show. Yeah. Uh, so you can all send your hate mail to Dave on. Uh, hey. <laughs> By yeah. the way. Yeah. Ta- this is just for Coop. By the way, that that sort of uh, show exercise we were doing yesterday. Yeah. Rihanna has six. I have to look at that. That's high. That's a high number. <laughs> They're all yeah. the six. That's high. That's insane. I, I don't even know if the Beatles have six. That's why I was going. Check with out that. the sales. All right. I'll, okay. I'll look at it. I'll give it a shot. But wow. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah. No. So we'll have that Super Bowl show uh, so you can get ready for the game. Uh, and and the halftime show. More importantly, the halftime show, which Dave I know will be watching. Um, actually, yes. let me ask you a question: Will you be able to watch it live? Because it's like it's like work day for you the next day. Well, it's work day for me on the day because it's Monday. Yeah, so the game's on um, all days at work. Oh, what what date? What date is what date is the Super Bowl this year? Do you know? The twelfth. Oh yeah, I'll be at work. I'll tape it. Okay, it'll be on. They, they usually show the halftime show. Yeah, they don't show the ads and stuff, but they'll have the halftime show. So I'll take the ads. It. The ads you can find though, they usually YouTube. Yeah, the ads I find those enough. on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. uh, I'll tape it, so I'll get to see the halftime show. Yeah, okay, I'll definitely good. see the halftime show. Nice, nice. Me? Yeah. All right, yeah. So we'll have that as the next show when I get back from Nicaragua. Hopefully, I can get Dave some Postani Connecticut when I'm down there. Oh, um, tell me how it's like too. I'm hoping they're around, so I'm gonna have to track. Right now, I'm not on the Romacraft tour because I couldn't get on that tour, but I'm gonna try to weasel my way on that tour. So weasel it. I'm sure well, I'll you can weasel it. I'm sure I can, right? But, I'm gonna... but uh, a lot of great tours. Uh, I'll be going to Padron, which will be interesting too. So yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll report when I get back on that. Um, but in the meantime, that's gonna wrap up primetime jukebox episode eighty-seven into the annals of history for this mid-January two thousand twenty-three. Uh, check out, you know, like I said, check out CigarJukebox.com as well. And uh, we will see everybody next time. Take care, everybody.